You got it all situated? Yeah. Oh, good. What's good with y'all? What's good, what's good, what's good? Episode four. Four. Finally Sorry. back. Yeah. Um, took a couple weeks, but, um, you know, yeah. we're working men's schedules and all that. Yeah. And we had a we had an interesting week, bro. Good week. Yeah, good week. It was like Adventures of B&T almost, like, like back-to-back weekends. Yeah. Plus the P. Yeah, the police on, yeah, on the comedy show. The, um, So, yeah, we had some cool shit to go along. Uh, so, what do we do since we last uh what have so we done? Guys. Last time we were we were together at the Cowboys game. We were at the Cowboys game in FedEx Field, yeah. aka North Dallas, <laughs> <laughs> for Sunday only. I don't know about all that. I it think, was three. Okay, that's bro. any that's any big team. They every bro. good team travels well. Either. No, bro. Just, it was three quarters. It was three quarters dollars, bro. When when we play against Pittsburgh, it's the same way. Yeah, and it shouldn't Eagles, be that way. Uh, this this is my thing. This Listen, is my, it, but it wasn't even. It's not even that. It's not even that. Just that. It was half, sixty percent full. Like FedEx was sixty percent full. It was okay. not anywhere close to a sellout. So they've already torn down seats. Okay. Around the bowl. Okay. So you're saying that this, that's the state of our franchise right now. I, you know what? To be honest <clears> with you, it's. It's not the state of the franchise. I don't. It's easy to just assume that the reason why it looks like that when you go there is because of the performance of the skins. I completely disagree. No, it's not the performance. I, it's, a, it's a combination of things. Number one, Cowboys have fans all over the place, but it's not just the Cowboys. It's like that when the Steelers come to town. It's like that when the 49ers come to town. It's like I went to the Raiders game and it was a lot of Raiders fans. I think if you are, if you live here and you root for another team, which is common, it's normal, right? Mm-hmm. You only really worried about one game if your team comes to town. So you going all your energy. You know what I'm saying? Dallas Cowboys fans will probably go to one game this year. It'll be that game. Versus Redskins fans, <clears throat> working Redskins fans like myself, I'm not going to be able to go to every game. I have no desire to go to every game. So it's like, okay, am I going to go to all eight games? Bruh. No, right? No, I understand what you're saying. And also, then there's then you gotta consider the fact that I think the biggest contributor to nobody wanting to go to the games. Yes, it matters that the team isn't playing well, but who wants to go through the traffic? That traffic. Okay, there's a, there's a there's a bunch of reasons why FedEx Field uh, doesn't get frequented by. Um, Redskin fans and sell out like where, the way it should. Okay. The main reason in 2019 is that Dan Snyder's broken the back mm-hmm. of the fan base. Uh, the Bears shouldn't uh even be close to halfway. The they have capacity. a lot of fans though. Chicago, of fans. Chicago is in the Midwest. Yeah. You shouldn't. But they have a lot of fans. You, you grew up with a Chicago Bear fan, brother? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Tell me you. Well, come on. Bro. Did I grow up with Chicago fans? Chicago Bears fan? I never met a Chicago Bears fan in my life. In my in my young young as a kid. I knew a lot of them. All right, bro. All right. I knew a lot of them. All right, man. I mean, (laughs) it's not it's not twenty thousand worth. That's what I'm saying. No, no, not twenty thousand worth. But they all they got they 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 took O'Hare to fucking Dulles and and came up here. They definitely traveled. Oh yeah. Like, come on, bro. They definitely traveled. So it's kind of like the Bears are loyal fan base though. So it's not like I got. 
If if the Bengals come to town and it's and it look like that, then talk to <clears> me. <throat> then talk to me. The bank like if see yeah, my my my, my thing is this. They don't Redskins fans don't want to go here because they get milked out of their parking. Yes. They pay fifty dollars for parking. Right. They gotta walk up three miles from the metro. That's what we did. Oh yeah. It was a hike. And we live I live five minutes away from the camp, from the stadium. <laughs> right. Can't get in can't get your car around the jump. When it's when the, the metro's not accessible, it's a dump. Like there's no elevators. The escalators <sighs> is only two escalators to the four hundred bowl. Like but, come on, so, it's, but it's, you it's, can't put that on Dan. Though. No, it's not that's not saying it's on right. Dan. I'm not saying that. Okay. But the, I can say I, mean, I can say this was on Dan. Kyle I can say also. I can say this is on Dan. That lease ends up ends in twenty twenty six. They are six years away from having to, nowhere to go or having to renew their lease okay. in, in Landover. How long did the Nat Stadium take? About five, six years, including the planning and the taxes. So, so they go, they're coming up on the deadline of trying to find a new place to go. Okay, that's that's on Dan. Okay. Because I he mean, has backed into a corner. He can't go to DC for I'll change the name. Virginia's already given Amazon the um money for the HQ. You talking about the name of the stadium? Yes. Okay. Without the name changing the name of the team. The council the DC Council does not want to um put their their power behind the Red Washington Redskins as DC is currently constituted. Yeah. It's liberal progressive they're, 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 they're not. They're not going to okay. move move forward with, it, with it, without the name change. At least that's what uh, several councilmen have okay. said over the last four or five years. Didn't say not changing the either. And Maryland doesn't want to give. Doesn't want to do talks. it again. Yeah. Maryland doesn't want to do it again. They don't want to give you a. You know what I mean? Such and such money to uh to build a stadium without the necessary infrastructure. So what we have is him backed in the corner. And so we we'll, hey. see, we'll see what happens, but he's on a he's coming up on the deadline of making a good stadium, like not a trash stadium like uh, Jack did on in, in in Landover. He he can make a good stadium, but he's coming up on the deadline. It's twenty almost twenty twenty. You so, know you know what's funny when people talk about Redskins history, and they talk so lonely of Jack and Cook. I think Jack and Cook was just the lucky owner that happened to have a team that. That won a couple Super Bowls, three Super Bowls when he owned it. But I mean, he wasn't the greatest owner either. I mean, and then he put the stadium there. He's responsible for yeah, he, the Redskins he, having one of the worst stadiums. He, in he sports. sunk. He sunk the DC deal, but and then the VA deal fell but too. I, but, I, but you brought up the Nationals. Nationals Park. We've all went to a couple of games at Nationals Park, and I've said several times, it don't matter where you go, what seat you get. It's a beautiful it's place. It's a great seat. Yeah. Right? It don't feel like it needs to be a lot. I mean, I, clearly, uh, you need a bigger stadium for football. Mm-hmm. But the way that that way it's constructed. It feels like you know, you're at a park right. watching a game. Exactly. Of, right. Somebody Whereas, pick up baseball. And it's just easy to get you, it's, it's easier to get to your seat. So it makes, like, <clears throat> I feel like, regardless of all the bells and whistles, when, if they get a new stadium, their focus needs to be on how do you make the experience fun. What's not fun is there was a time where there were no cheap tickets. Now they're more you uh, cheap tickets, so you can go tickets. and 
you off, you file out, you get your day off. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm off on a Sunday randomly. Let me buy a ticket. And you can, you know, depending on what your pocket looks like, you can, go to, you can go to a game. <laughs> They're the Wizards. You can go to a game now. Yeah, right. The problem is, you're going to go to a game in the 400s, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you're my, like, as a person who goes to games, I don't want to sit, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, be a bunch of lines, they're coming back and forth. So you usually hit the first or second concession you see. The problem is, once you get your concession, you still got to walk all the way up to your seat. By the time you get there, you eat lukewarm food, <laughs> you know? So it's like you really don't enjoy the full experience of it. Right. Um, the stadium experience has been complete and other trash, and I can blame Dan for that as well. But the, the thing is this. Dan Snyder has disintegrated the goodwill of this franchise. Because even in 2012... When Griffin was drafted and it was playing well, even when they were three and six, people had hope. Okay. So where did the hope go? Nobody gives a damn about this team knowing this year. Even with Dwayne Haskins sitting on the bench. And even with the Dwayne Haskins situation where it's a coach that has to play for his job, has to coach for his job, and coach him well for his job, might I add. Second, so he has no time or no compulsion to develop a rookie quarterback. Or put in place things that would help a rookie quarterback play. So he and this is all documented. This is he. This is him saying this stuff. Okay. And then he they also didn't want Dwayne Haskins at the 15th spot. How so do you feel about the Dwayne Haskins drafted? I feel like if you were gonna uh, draft a guy at 15, whether it be Dwayne Haskins or anybody else, I like Dwayne Haskins first one. Let's get out the way. Okay. Uh, you need your whole franchise behind a guy. Okay. Uh, if you're the front office and you're picking Dwayne Haskins and the coaching staff is saying, no, nah, we don't want Dwayne Haskins, regard, or we don't want quarterback, period, or whatever, we don't want this quarterback, that's a problem. So you should have done either got rid of this this coach, head coach, or not drafted Dwayne Haskins or not drafted the quarterback. Um, in my opinion, um, Jay Gruden is a, was a lame duck. They could have got rid of him in January when he couldn't get another defensive coordinator. Hmm. Um, it's just a bad. It's just bad business. It's just bad business up and down that um, that organization. Period. So I'm uh, on the flip side. Of you, I was. I never liked the Dwayne Haskins uh, draft pick. Uh, do I think he's a bad quarterback? It's hard to tell. I'm not a fan of drafting uh, a one year starter. For for a juggernaut college team, that's reasonable. I mean, because how often do they pan out as being great NFL players? And I and and I use the word great. So I'm not looking for uh, if you draft them at 15 on this team, mm-hmm. where it's like you have so many holes, you can't satisfy. You I mean satisfied wouldn't be solid. Satisfied wouldn't be, you know. All right, he he has potential. No 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 no. They needed to draft great. This this wasn't a great draft pick. So at fifteen, you can't land great. Then you better land the best player available. And I don't think he was the best player available. I think if the Redskins didn't draft him at fifteen, he may not have went in the first round. Or somebody would have like a team that was not very good, maybe would have reached up and got him. But I don't see who would have reached up and got him if, if the Redskins didn't draft. It's a reasonable position to have. I'm sorry, bro. Do you think uh, the Redskins is desperate, you know, because, uh, you know, the, uh, taking a hit on Alex Smith, you know, kind of put him, put him back because, uh, I, I don't know. I just I just think the Redskins kind of reached on that because they was a little bit desperate. I think they're, 
I feel as though that draft pick was more than just we, we want this player. I think mm-hmm. they wanted it to be a distraction. Like they, I think they wanted to hope that it was going like boost the fan base. But what they don't realize, like yo, this fan base, last thing they need is another quarterback that some people like. Right. We've went through that for the last decade. Right. You know, it's even when we were deciding on should Tony Banks start or whoever's backing him up, or or when Brad Johnson and Jeff George. Mm-hmm. Fast forward <clears throat> to fast forward to you got Kirk and Robert, mm-hmm. Kirk and you know what I'm saying RG. It's like okay. You draft a guy in the fourth, like, like logically, yeah, it's good to have a backup quarterback. Right. But you don't draft, you don't draft him to do it. You could have used that pick for somebody else. And perhaps had you to use that fourth round pick on an offensive lineman, maybe, right. maybe Robert Griffin would still be upright playing for your team. Right. You know, so it's it's the decisions that they make, and I feel like I don't, I think it's politics being played. I feel like, you know. uh, like you said, if the coach isn't completely behind the player, but the GM is forcing them on him, maybe it's like, you know, your job, when you were brought in, everybody was praising you as this quarterback guy. And to a degree, he was. I mean, look what Andy Dalton did with him. Mm-hmm. What, what has he done since he's been gone, right? So right. it's like there's something there, but he's not a head coach. Right. You know, I I just Jay Gruden just not a head coach. Six years with your bo- a bottom three, a bottom third of running game, and no defense to speak of, means that your hands are in just solely one quarter of a pot. So no, you're not a head coach. So any Jay Gruden like pro Jay Gruden guy talking to me can't talk to me about any of the other things. While you're actually protecting Jay Gruden, so like I don't, I don't want to hear that opinion. My opinion is, all of them need to go. Everybody needs to go. Everything needs to start off with a flat surface. It needs to blow the whole thing up. Dan Snyder needs to get on any television he can get on and say, "I'm sorry, Redskins fans, I have not done this the right for 21 years." And then we can start over and get to something. Before that, I don't care. Like it's, everything else is BS. I'm gonna go to a game if it's free, basically. And which we did. For the record, my, my tickets were, 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 were a birthday gift. Uh, yeah, we don't pay for you. Dallas. We don't well, we don't pay for Redskins. Well, maybe maybe Jay Gruden stayed six years with the Redskins just because he's a yes, yes ma'am, yes sir type of guy. No, you know what I'm saying? I don't think so. Because he's on the Groove. I don't think so. I mean, I, I think, I mean, if you look at their failure to hire a defensive coordinator, if you can't hire a defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. you've all, I mean, He's shown a track record of not being able to land a head coach. Rewind back to when he hired Jim Zorn as an offensive coordinator before he even had a head coach in place to the point where it's like no head coach wanted to come in when you were forcing Jim Zorn on you. Like, so if you really expect Jay Gruden to, to succeed where it's like, okay, he's the type of guy that he may have some success in the league as a head coach, mm-hmm. but he'll need to have so much other stuff working in his favor. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, people have pointed out Sean McVay. They've pointed out uh, Shanahan and, mm-hmm. and LaFleur. Those are three that they point out that were former, excuse me, former, former, <laughs> former uh, coordinators here that are now 3 0 right now. Mm-hmm. Their situations are completely different. Right. You know, Shanahan pretty much got up. Like you said, they got a new GM. 
new head coach, let's go from the bottom. They went and got a, court, a quarterback that can get the job done, mm-hmm. and they can work around. And, and everybody believed him in the bu- in the building. You what know what Ron Wolf? I, I remember this quote from Ron Wolf, and we gonna, we gonna stop talking about the Redskins. <laughs> Um, he says, once you draft a quarterback, everybody in the building needs to be pulling behind that quarterback. Absolutely. And that hasn't happened at all. I don't even know. I don't remember when the, the last time that was, think, especially not in the Snyder I, area. No, I think, I think 95% of the people, and that's a good percentage <laughs> if you win, was behind Robert Griffin in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think what splintered it is the next season – not him, but I think they it was the way that they handled him getting forced back into the starting line. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they would have all would if he would have sat down and it but it was pressure. It's like, oh no, I, I don't like I don't want this guy, Kirk, to come in and perform <clears throat> and take my spot. Right. It's like, well, now you don't have a spot, you right. know. Uh, he, but like, he didn't see the force for the but trees. But to be honest with you, uh winning Chores all. If mm-hmm. you go to a Redskins game and they're winning, you won't care that your that your pretzel is cold, right? And you won't care that your yeah. beer is lukewarm. But the beer is always cold. That's <laughs> a good thing. The beer is always cold. And, and just you know, I'm just hoping that they they fire Bruce Allen. So let's let's we can move on to so other, our our second adventure. <laughs> we can move on to things that made us laugh, other than the Redskins every week. <laughs> um, we went to the DL Hughes Hughley show. Very good um, show. On the twenty first on, on Saturday, show. he came in uh, to a small venue, DC Improv, which is a very nice venue to watch some comedy. Uh, I want to just add that it was um, uh, this was my second time at the uh, Improv, the first one, first time uh, was a, a couple months back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rel and I, along with Tony and uh, DJ and Blue, we uh, a couple of, a couple of guys. We saw D Ray Davis. Yeah. D Ray only had uh, one opening act, mm-hmm. so you know. I was just assuming DL, I was, DL can pay for two open or three. <laughs> That's right. Well, he, <laughs> he got the bread. Yeah, so he, it was definitely an elevation in uh in in the quality of uh, well, I, I no, think well, I think I think uh. No, so how was the opening act for D Ray Davis? He was he was pretty good. Yeah. He was pretty good, but he was by himself. It's, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, and, and it'll come to me as soon as I get off the off the air. <laughs> but it was the uh, the skinny white kid oh, wow. that used to be on Wild and Out. I can't remember his name right oh, now. I remember. I know you talking. He about. was funny on Wild and Out, but I never remember his name. Right, right, right. And now I can't remember his name now, no. but it'll come to me. But he had a good set. He was really mm-hmm. good. Oh, but what's up. DL. Uh, when they were announcing the uh, when they announcing the opening acts, mm-hmm. uh, I hadn't heard of the Indian uh, comedian who's pretty funny. Yeah, he's funny. Uh, but when they when they said the second one, they said Clint Coley, mm-hmm. light bulb. I'm like, whoa, Clint Coley. I follow this guy on Facebook. He's funny, but I didn't know he did stand up. Right. So I was like, it's it's you know because a lot of these stand up comedians don't really aren't really embracing the social media comedian, mm-hmm. you know, so to have a guy like an old, a old, you know what I'm saying, comedian like DL, you know, have Clint right. on his, on his car was very interesting. So I was like, I wanted to see how the dynamic worked mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And then he, he definitely brought the old school when he had Bodacious, who's, who's a seasoned com- stand-up comedian. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. like a household a name. Road, a road star. But you he know what definitely mean? has a bag. Right. You know, he has a bag of tricks. And I, and I thought he was pretty funny. Right. Um, I also thought all three of the um opening acts were very funny. Um, 
I want to see more from Jay Mandy, and he, he had a, a, the smallest set, maybe five. Yeah, like five. He had a strong five. Strong five. Um, and he had this <laughs> incredible joke. Yeah. About black women yeah. that I can't believe he, yeah. he, he pulled off in DC. He dropped it, and then and then it, it was just, like, oh, change the subject and got Let's keep me moving. Yeah. So yeah, it, was, it was a beautiful set. Um, and then Clint Clint Coley came on with the energy. The energy, right? He was like so as soon energetic. as he got on, like he got set up by Jay Mandy, and it was because yeah. it that joke kind of like landed like a silent killer. And then it was called like my girlfriend got the joke. I didn't understand the joke at first, <laughs> so I started laughing. <laughs> I killed me. Jay's joke was so funny. It's one of those jokes that where. You don't even have to get it. And it was just, you knowing you didn't get it makes you laugh. Right. He was that kind yes, of, that exactly. joke was that kind of funny. Exactly. So Clint Coley came on, because I've never heard of him. To, I didn't meet, I didn't see you before we got to the venue. Yeah. I got there was late. Time. After, yeah. Yeah. I got in time for the show, but late. Anyway, um, I've never seen him before. And he came out. Boom! It hits you with his voice. He, he first he made the, a joke about the joke yeah. to open, and then he just killed, like crushed yeah, the killed. building. And and I was just, I was impressed because it was like he 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 freestyle based. He based he started off by commenting on Jay's performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got into his bit. Uh, he 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 dealt with a heckler in the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, it's funny that and I was thinking like, man, this is this is what DL started with that. His whole set would be hecklers <laughs> going back and forth with hecklers and, and, and snapping on people. So to have Clinton doing it, I was like, that's that's going to be this is going to be a good set. So, yeah. so and it's funny because uh, the, the rewind when we went to the, the D-Ray uh, show, I expected D-Ray to do it. But D-Ray, he had he was. He was a lot more conversational than mm-hmm. I expected, mm-hmm. and it was and it was really really so, funny. So so I, I want to ask you this. Okay. Uh, I know Rail uh, is already he doesn't really he's not really biggest on stand up comedy, uh, but he he go, he'll watch it if it's, if yeah. it's available. All right. What type of what type of stand up do you like? Are you are you a fan of the say uh, old school Michael Collier style where it's like setting you up with a setting you up with a bunch of you know what I'm saying set up set up set up. Are you one for those like political commentary, like the Chappelle's and and the, and the DLs, or are you like just a conversation, or you like the funny man type, like a Mike Epps? What's what, bro, what's your what's your? Uh, I like. What will you find yourself looking at more? I like the comedians that more so tell stories. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like Arnez. Okay. That used to be my boy back in the okay. day. You know what I'm saying? I like that. The storytellers. Uh, okay. Yes, uh, Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you know one of the best, um, in my opinion, to ever do it. Um, He's number ten on my list. Number ten, but we'll get there. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I like the storytellers, man. And then of course, you know, uh, the political side, you know, like Dave Chappelle, you know, that's he's always a goat in my eyes too. So that's definitely my opinion on that. Um, I'm I'm big on political commentary. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm I like I like oh, if you're a technician, I like it. Yeah. Um, D, like DL got like just to loop it in, DL is a technician. And he can freestyle and get into you and dig into a heckler, like so. I love that type of stuff off the cuff, freestyle stuff. But man, I, if I can see how you develop that, it's like, oh wow, he put like um, yeah. Chris Rock in um, top five, right? Yes. 
that he has a five or six minute set on in top five, like he's going down into uh-huh. this DC improv type basement. <laughs> and you can see how he crafted the jokes. Like you could like see, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, dang, he's a master. Like DL kind of came off like that to me. And and a lot of guys like Chappelle comes off like like the new the new stuff, sticking stones, and even the stuff he came out earlier last year with. You can see that he can do this off like off the top. He he's like a Technician. So what I've noticed uh, <clears throat> is, regardless of the content that you may or may not, <laughs> what I've noticed from going to the DL Hughley uh, <clears throat> show and just how comfortable certain comedians are about just talking. Mm-hmm. And I and I, uh, <clears throat> I was watching DL and I noticed I'd heard some of the jokes yeah. before, and normally. Uh, you know, back in the day, you'd hear because before they really started cracking down on people recording your shows, right. you'd hear somebody re- do the same set over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Whereas they're so evolved and they're so evolved in their joke telling that it's like it's like second nature. Mm-hmm. Stuff the DL said, you may have seen this stand up before, but never heard what he said before mm-hmm. because he said it on CNN. Right. Like right, so, right. when you when you ask him. Uh, a, 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 about a topic, you know, it's just a uh, satire to him. Mm-hmm. So he'll tell a joke, even though it has that truth. So it sounds like it's just him talking. Mm-hmm. And then you fast forward and see how he just took that little piece from right. a five minute interview here. Yep. Took another piece from a Vlad TV interview or his own show or or Breakfast Club and all these different spots or his own show. And now he's somehow taking that and molded it to this whole set. And I'm like. It's still this next level. So I, I can imagine <clears throat> it's either a blast or pain in the butt to like be like close friends with these dudes. Because <laughs> it's funny because as a person who 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 aspires to be a stand-up comedian, I don't find myself like constantly working on material when I talk to you guys. Right. Right? But I, I guarantee you if I was like more so like in the business of doing stand-up, you probably be like, he's over, he's overdoing it right now. He must be working on something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I can imagine they sort of have that where it's like they need people around them. Right, they'll always bounce talk. them off. Yeah, bounce off. And that's why they end up going, that's how I think that's how they end up going to these uh, rinky dinks. Right. Not the, uh, the DC Improv, it's just like when they go to those those smaller venues yeah. and people say that they quote-unquote bomb. Well, it's not, they, they didn't really bomb. They're trying stuff they just, out. They're just yeah. trying stuff out, and they're just working on. Uh, they're working on things, and it's and you may think, oh man, he wasn't funny, but then, but then uh, a month later, that Netflix special come out or whatever uh, streaming service, and then boom, it's like yo, he just said that same joke, but I now I see what he did. He used that five minute set right. on us, and now that joke is. Ten times funnier, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like it's yeah. the art of, of stand-up comedy. He's just not sold with the view, man. You like, know, it's it's not sold. I, I think he's definitely not for the the millennial, mm-hmm. the younger end of the millennial and, and younger, because he's not uh, he's not as what's the word I would like to be? He's just not as as I guess not as hip. He's not going. He's not trendy enough you know mm-hmm. i think once you see a guy once you see a a, a grown man wear a fedora you automatically just 
put him in that's my dad that's my uncle type of category you know like seriously i think that's what i think i think the way they appear automatically will put him in a in a in a different box it's just not funny to me like take for granted eddie murphy you know he's uh he's a little older so he's not as like uh as I don't want to say that's funny, but he definitely changed his style when he uh, does his comedy and stand-ups and, and uh, movies and TV shows or whatever. Okay. But even back then, Eddie Murphy still has me dying laughing. You feel what I'm saying? Well, you, what, Richard Pryor has me dying laughing. Dia Hughley doesn't doesn't hit. Well, him. that's man, it's a little, it's a little. That's that's apples and oranges in a way because you you naming people who are a list. You know what I'm saying? Movie stars that's who true. get A one scripts, who get A one roles, that's and true. get to actually put themselves into the roles. Right. DL Hooley also really never had a lot of movies, but Yeah, he's never been in the in But the, when he was in when he was in the brothers, the brothers he was yeah. funny in the brothers. Yeah, he was. He was funny in that movie. Because he can I think he his natural persona can come off on screen. Like some people can't put that on screen. He don't you, you don't right. get the opportunity to. Like Chris Rock right. doesn't really come off on on in the movies. Mm-hmm. As the same guy that can command that stand-up stage, right. so it's like top five was his best movie in my opinion. Okay, um, it just doesn't. CB4 is always to be oh, best. CB4, my favorite Chris Rock. Yeah, oh, CB4. <laughs> he was okay. a star of that movie. Yeah, okay. And it was it was hilarious. Shout out to CB4. Um, nineteen ninety. <laughs> so, top five was. Chris Rock's like best him that was like him trying to be grown up and like, okay. I, I guess that there's supposed to be serious type of comedy okay. like his Woody Allen uh, 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 appearance you know what I mean trying to trying to be more adult with it. you know what I mean but I I don't even know where I was going with that but okay let me get back, let me, <laughs> let me get back. I, need to, I need to you know because he's not the only person he's not the only person who said this when I when I was like I'm really excited. I'm like, oh, what you excited? What you doing for your birthday? I'm like, oh, I'm going to the D.L. Hooley show. They're like, some some people were like, it's not everybody's cup some of people tea. Like, well, not not every, some people were like who? I'm like D.L. Hooley. And I I tell you what it is. When I was younger, and D.L. Hooley used to be the host of Common View. Mm-hmm. He was just another comedian. Mm-hmm. You know, he was good enough to be a host, but I really didn't focus. I mean, Common View was like hit a mess. Maybe find some people funny. Maybe not. You know. Back then, to me, Arnaz was the funniest mm-hmm. person on Comic View at the time for mm-hmm. me. Uh, what it, I thought DL's set was the second best of the uh, Kings of Comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cedric was Cedric, and he, he didn't, you know what I'm saying? I think it's, I'm not about to call no brother, dude, delicious. That was hilarious, <laughs> you know? And I think even even Steve had, some, I feel like the way they feel about DL, I feel about Steve, was Steve just, his, his, I don't know, I'm not going to brag on anybody, so I'm not going to comment on Steve or what I think about him, but he, I'm not going to say he's not funny, it's just the other stuff with Steve is just like, I, you know, yeah, yeah, there's, you know, okay, I get you, there's the extra, but there was a special that D.L. Hewley had after that called Come Home With Me, mm-hmm. and that special was what made me like D.L. Hewley, where it was before, like, he was really a political, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, satire, you know what I'm saying, in that arena. He was just—he was just telling story. It was a—that's. It's one of my favorite. I, I'm gonna I'm find it's it. It's one of my favorite uh, specials. Really good. <clears throat> nah, and, I need to find out. And it's just—I don't know. I just always—I nah, just always I, got DL Hughley. I just think he's like a workman's comedian. Like he—he okay. he, he'll have some drier spots or something like that in certain places. I don't think that he had a dry spot in 
that set that he brought on he, Saturday. Yeah, he was just he, he was just a pro. Yeah, yeah, just a pro. He's a pro. And I think if you sat in the in inside like I'm not a big Matt Gaps fan as far as watching him on um as his watching his special film. Right, but you did tell me you thought his, but his special I went to, his yeah, stand up was good. When I went to the Constitution mm-hmm. Hall, he I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. Like he was killing it the whole time. But that's him being improvisational. That's not him trying to create jokes. He's not a joke creator like right. D.L. Hughley is. And I, I appreciate the joke creation, even if I even don't find it ha 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 fun. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I appreciate that level of craftsmanship. You know what I mean? So, like, Francis, like, like, Road is, is, is the younger, represents the younger generation. And the, I think the face of the young young comedy is was definitely Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. So I think the majority of the people between the ages of 23 to 30 mm-hmm. are going to have Kevin Hart as like their number one, number two guy. And mm-hmm. for me, uh, I, I I think what he was what he was able to accomplish as far as his first four specials, like the first one, uh, I don't I seriously funny. No, no, no. His first one was um, sorry, a wrong little wrong man. little man. I yeah. think when he did that one, it was under the radar, and then. Once seriously funny came out, it like it woke back everybody it. up to him, mm-hmm. and and I think that made people go back and watch the other one, and right. it made and it's like set him up for his his it set his career. Up. So right. I remember Kevin Hart from Paper Soldiers. He wasn't the same Kevin. No, that's what I'm saying. I remember Kevin Hart from Paper Soldiers, but then I looked out for like I saw it on Comedy Central. Oh, she's a sm- little, little black dude. I think I think the black. Uh, yeah. The delegation was waiting for Kevin. Though. Yeah, we, we, we were we were ready to open. You know what I'm saying, receive one of arms. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, he made a rule with Rockefeller. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And we like we like. I love Pepper Paper Soldiers. By the way, no, yeah, no. I've, it's so funny. plain. It's like it was mm-hmm. like a, we're laughing at you, not yeah. laughing with you type yeah. of yeah. performance, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's so bad. Right? It's funny type. And, type. I, and it's like how you can look at D.L. Hughley and not really have. A way to see who he is because he hasn't had a movie that sort of like reflects right. who he really is. Right. It took, I think, it took Kevin until I think like a man. I mean, think like a man mm-hmm. to for that to happen to him. And I think mm-hmm. once that happened, plus the seriously funny, then his specials. I think that pretty broadened his his uh, his what's, horizon. That people started really mm-hmm. saying, okay, what's what's his best special? I'd have to say seriously funny only because. If you don't have seriously funny, you don't get laugh at my pain. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't think you get his uh, or his what now. I don't think you get those. Well, we we went to what the what now show yes. in DC. Yes, and I found the show again. I found being at the show funnier than watching it. Yes, again. Um, that was a great event. Yes, it was like it's the, the, the show itself. And the Plastic in the, in Cowboys, the, yeah, yeah, really. Oh yeah, really Naeem was hilarious. Spanky's hilarious. Uh, the open, he was that was his openers in DC. But um, it was I sort of knew that unless watching that one, I sort of knew unless Kevin like takes a couple couple years mm-hmm. and then then comes like recharge. I sort of knew that like f- from a stand up standpoint, he was going to take a uh, his his reputation was going to take a hit mm-hmm. because I felt like. You just saw his formula playing out right. over and right. over every and year. over again. It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's just year. saying, hey, let's take my formula and let's see what else crazy stuff that we can throw in here to make right. it funny. I think right. that, I think, the, like, and you already had. Award is welcome. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And he, he, yeah, he needed probably to sit back, do some more movies, take the, um, take, 
take some time off for the road. But he was also trying to build his brand. He had the right. LOL, LOL network trying to come out and trying to put. He stretched himself really thin. But yeah. he just works. And now his I back mean, is broken. Because I was home, even. Because I was even. That's <laughs> uh, funny. Uh, not funny though. Hope he. Hope he no, no. Respect. No, for praying for Kevin Hart. But I was just saying he's gonna have to sit down for. No, him. But I, I, even when he was doing the uh, real hug to Hollywood, I thought that was like yo, that was even. Yeah, like, all the movies, the, club, the shows. Yeah, no, I like and I liked Real Housewives of Hollywood. The um, Kevin Hart's funniest special to me. The one that I watch over and over again still is probably seriously funny. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, um, I like Little Big Man, and I like and I love laugh, laughing my pain, but. Yeah, seriously. So I think, I think, uh, and I mean, if if you say, because uh, the the three in the consecutive one when he did seriously funny, I think he gave you so. It's funny when people will say, "Oh, he's not," and I say my thing is okay for those type of comedians. You say they're not funny, but yet you'll use stuff that they say mm-hmm. in your normal conversation. Right, right, right. It's like I just think, like yeah, it's people, I, I don't, I don't understand that. I, I don't think Cameron everybody says pineapple. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, this I is think, wild. I mean, he he delivered he's, jokes he's a, that are memorable. His, like, period. And I and I challenge one of my friends. I said, "Listen, I like Mike Epps. Don't get me wrong. I said, but how many things is Michael Epps offered to the standard comedian? Offer to the regular dialogue? Right. Right. It's more so his movies. It's yeah. it's the movie. And I feel like that's a different question. I'm, if you ask me who's better in movies, Mike Epps answer. Right. Mike Epps has that. Right. You know, like, you but know. that's a different topic for a different day. We right. only talk about stand up. Yes. And as a stand up comedian, Kevin Hart gave he gives you so much. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's hard you hard pressed to not keep, to keep him out. Anybody to keep him out the top ten is their top ten. Like who else maybe flying under the radar or just even like in your top twenty five that you got? My top well, my top twenty five, my favorite top twenty five. Not to be confused with who I think is the best. And we posted it on IG. He posted his on IG. I did not post mine. I, I didn't. So, I don't have a particular order. So, so you know the obvious ones that are on the list. Clearly, I had had Dave Chappelle as my number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Eddie would easily be number one if Eddie had more stand up work. What do you think? Okay, just quick Go segue ahead. into it. What you think about him coming back? Like, do you, are you expe- oh, are you anticipating? I can't wait. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait. It's, you know what I wish though? I wish he would have been able to come back before before Charlie died. Oh, I would have. I would have loved to like see Eddie mm-hmm. and know that your brother. Like, I just would know how that like that feel. You know, because mm-hmm. like from from a from a a millenn- the millennials oh, don't know, know about Charlie, Charlie right. because mm-hmm. of the Chappelle yeah, show, yeah. and they do Eddie. And all of his movies, like a lot of the millennials, the only movie they know about is coming to America. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't like they don't know how funny, like like Beverly Hills Cop is all time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Boomerang. He was Bro. the man in Boomerang, <laughs> Harlem Nights. So, so like oh. I tell all, all the time, like Eddie Murphy is my all time favorite. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. entertainer because of the movies he gave. Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly Hills Cop too. Uh, this distinguished gentleman is the distinguished gentleman is so underrated. Nobody talks about it, but that movie is so it is genius. It's hilarious. It's so genius. Distinguished gentleman, go back and watch it if y'all, it's if so y'all ever seen. Distinguished gentleman. Uh, it's about politics and uh, and him a faking. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's a con man Bro. getting into the, uh, the Senate. 
and it feels like you can do that. You can do that in 2019. Like it's crazy. My favorite um Eddie movie since we're talking about that is Trading Places. I think that's that's a good uh, one. I don't know mine's life, bro. See, that's that's, that's his life. Life is to me the ending is so like um sad to me because they yeah. just still old and in prison. I mean. It and sucks. It, yeah, like that sucks. sucks. Like to me, I, I just I, I, everything, all the every, all the funny stuff that happens up until then, just like it's drowned out by me remembering the ending. Yeah, it got, only would have, only way would have saved that is if somebody woke up out of a dream and right. still young. Right. But you gotta think though, Eddie made that movie. No. He made that movie. He like, made Martin. It was a collaborative I mean, effort. On that right. Movie. But take Eddie out of that movie. Right. Take Martin out of that movie. <laughs> Bro, it's, it's it's hard because I feel like Eddie. That's like saying take. That's like saying Will Smith made Bad Boy. They both made that movie. Yes, Eddie is the biggest star. Eddie is the no, Eddie it's is not the, even just the biggest star. It's like, <laughs> bro, like Eddie was just heavy, dying, laughing the whole time. Not to say Martin didn't have funny parts, you know what I'm saying? Even like Bernie Mac for the little bit of roles that he had in the movie. <laughs> bro, everybody remembers. I'm the baby. Everybody remembers little stuff like that. But Eddie constantly had funny parts within that movie, bro. Continuous. I thought, I thought they both. Uh, it, it was definitely a good collaboration. But my, to be honest with you, why I love a lot of Eddie movies, the one one of my favorite Eddie movies that people don't really uh, know about or don't talk about is Another Forty Eight Hours. Mm-hmm. Another Forty Eight Hours is good. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, Forty Eight Hours was good, but Another Forty Eight Hours it might have been better. It, it was definitely better with yeah. him and Nick Nolte. Man, that was a really good comedy. That's when R rated movies were R rated movies. So to get to the list, I had. Uh, Chappelle number one, Dave number two, Bernie number three. Mm. Uh, so that was my top three. Uh, number four and number five were, you know what I'm saying? I, I definitely had uh, Jamie Foxx in there. Mm-hmm. You know, Funny. Martin Lawrence is my number four because you so crazy with my favorite stand, especially Chris Rock is number six. Oh, I'm crazy oh, for not man. having Martin in my, my 25. I have to, I'm out to, yeah. Chris Rock goes down on my list, bro. Really? Yeah. That's understandable. I mean, but I mean, Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx is number five on my list. And I feel like, if you ask people who their favorite comedian was mm-hmm. in 2000, mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx, because he had, yeah, that he had three specials. Yeah, three, three specials by him. Our mighty security was, was like... I think like, I think Chris Rock was was in the runner for that. because yeah, he, had, he was, though. He, he was. had more, more... He had still he had white people because of Saturday Night Live. But what I'm saying... Mm-hmm. No, I'm not and saying... He, had, he still had I'm two, not two saying, specials. Too, I'm not saying Jamie was the only one. What I'm saying, I feel like... Because it was been so long mm-hmm. since he's done stand up mm-hmm. that people sort of forget how great those oh, yeah. specials oh, yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember right when I Mighty Security came out, I remember everybody was in the house watching that. Mm-hmm. We was watching. Jamie Foxx is the most one of the most talented, talented. Uh, performers. When the Bama go to the piano, <laughs> or he on his, and he start playing the piano, he started singing. <laughs> And he cooking her. He's cooking her. She's like, don't even realize she's like the butt of the joke. I'm like, yo, that is cold. <laughs> Jamie Foxx is my favorite. My favorite. My favorite thing Jamie Foxx said on well, I Mighty Security was like when he met Prince. And, oh yeah. And he said security guard. Security guard was like, he's like, you looked in his eyes, didn't you? Jamie? <laughs> He said, so, so, so what you do? He said, shit, I've been fucking him for two years. And I was like, damn, you, you're going at a, a lesson like Prince. But it was, that was a, uh, that was a good one. So, oh, man. he said, okay. motherfucker, that's you. Motherfucker, that is you. <laughs> what are you? Then I followed him. He was like, mm. 
I feel like Jamie Foxx is underrated though, man. So let's see. You ask who on my uh, Bill Burr is my number seven. I think that's the. I think mm-hmm. people see Bill Burr on my list. They like. What? I think I think Bill Burr is hilarious, Bill. but I think he's really high on their list. I, I just Bill Burr, and the good thing about that is Bill Burr. Most of his specials, if not all of them, are all on Netflix. So if you ever want to find out how funny Bill Burr is, you can definitely, definitely. go and watch him on Netflix. And F, F, F is for Family is a funny show. And his oh latest one, I tell you like this, if you really want to appreciate Bill Burr and you're already Chappelle fan, you watch Sticking Stones, mm-hmm. then go watch Bill Burr's uh, Paper Tiger. Mm-hmm. And you can see like, it's like when your mind is already on that, oh, he really he ready to go there type of comedian. You'll definitely yeah, see yeah, how. Bill Burr does, is not scared to say anything. Um, so yeah, I saw him, um, bombing in, in Philadelphia. They was booing him bad. And it was the most hilarious. He probably enjoyed it too. Yeah, you know, he was, he probably, he probably <laughs> reveled in it. He was killing through the booze. Yeah. He was probably reveling in it. It was hilarious. So I, I, I think, um, yeah, Bill Burr, I think, I just think he's high on the list, but, um. Man, that's, that's, and, and you know what? I, ex- I expected, I expected for my list to make some people, some older people be like, what? Young Buck, you don't know what you're talking about. Because mm-hmm. I have Richard Pryor as my number nine. You know, and some, a lot of people will have Richard Pryor as number one. I'm like, well, I can't say Richard is my yeah, number one. I, a stand-up one. I don't know a name mm-hmm. of not one of his stand-up specials. You know, I've seen. Because a lot of them was live at I've seen bits of his stand-up, but not, mm-hmm. you know, right. just one special. Right. Uh, Red Fox, same thing. He's number 15 on my list. I think if I'd have been able to watch Red do his thing, he'd probably be number one, not yeah. Richard. But Rick, I mean Red, because Red, Red was funny. Red if was you just, listen, yeah, I, I, he was just just horrible. Like he bro, was just the, he was just go for it. Yo, he used to say some wow. So I'm not going to put him in order, but a couple of people who people will probably be like, who? Uh, I said Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. I think people under underrate uh, Ernie Spears. He's in my top twenty-five. It's because he's a he's a dick. Uh, that's fine, but he's he's hilarious. Uh, let's see. I just uh, don't I don't understand like why you hate like Phase on like why do you hate on well, Phase on Love? I've never seen him do stand up, so he yeah. won't make my list. No, uh, I mean no, nah, but I'm just, he's hosted. I think uh, some of the Russell stuff. Peters. Russell Peters is hilarious. Uh, is, is on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aziz Ansari is on my top twenty-five Aziz is list. Hilarious. Uh, Tom Segura is on my top twenty-five. Tom, Tom Segura is funny. that's another That's one. Really, really just funny. like Bill Burr, you can, you can find Netflix him. Let's, let's let's break for that. Yo, streaming service like just my one of my thoughts is streaming services have done for comedy. Yes, just like it's like the ev- an evolution. It's like yes. they uh, HBO did something for comedy. Um, if you have Comedy Jam and then Chris Rock specials <laughs> and then everybody else, George Collin and Carlin I agree. and whoever. I agree. And this is like next level. They've opened up comedy and, and to a whole new world. Like I don't know, who, I didn't know who Tom Segura is for real. And you know who you know who <clears throat> should be ashamed of that? Comedy Central, mm-hmm. because all of these guys worked <laughs> through Comedy Central and they had yeah. the opportunity to be putting these guys on for four specials mm-hmm. and 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 they just they just they dropped the ball. They gave some like. Small platforms mm-hmm. to do their specials, but not the way Netflix is doing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, you already have, uh, you have on demand, you have viewership. Right. Mm-hmm. Now you just, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some standard specials that I, I seen Tracy Morgan. We're not gonna go by this. We're gonna, we're gonna extend. Okay, I have seen, 
I've ha- I've seen uh, Tracy Morgan when he came back from his uh, near death injury. Mm-hmm. He did okay on on uh, on the Comedy Central uh, stage. Mm-hmm. I think that was Kevin Hart's. Might have been his first one. Would have been when I saw it was on Comedy yeah, Central. Yeah, yeah, so Comedy Central. they did even if it wasn't a Comedy Central special, was, they aired it on there. That's how I saw it. Right, right, right. Uh, JB Smooth. JB's. Oh, He's not on my top twenty five. He's not on my top twenty five, but he is. He might be in my top thirty five. I don't know how, but Davey Smooth on stand-up is so hilarious. And it's mm. funny that because for the first <clears throat> 10 years of who J.B. Smooth was, I didn't know who he was. Mm. He would always be that weird, funny-looking black dude <laughs> on those uh, VH1 like ranking right, shows, right, yeah, 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 like yeah. One Hit Wonders or yeah, One Hit Moments. the 90s. And, you, this... and you'd have J.B. Smooth coming, mm. and nobody I know would be like, we'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and nobody would know who he was. And then he just started getting he just started building his brand. Right. And it's and it's I his standard was so funny. And it's like this one part when he's talking about the white vans and he was like slamming the door shut. And he was like, Shh. and it's like he just he's just very funny dude. <laughs> Though we talk about standard, my favorite thing about J.B. Smooth was when he was in the uh, the Christmas movie and he brought his <laughs> his 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 sister-in-law invited his little mistress to the Christmas dinner mm-hmm. and they were in the kitchen and he was like, he was like, why would you do that? And then his wife walks in and she's like, do what? <laughs> Who puts paprika in potato salad? <laughs> and when he said it, like the morning was so funny because everybody puts paprika in potato salad, but it's the way he did it. It was so funny. And JB Smooth is underrated, but he's not in my top 25. Uh, I think Russell Peters would probably be the one to catch most people off guard, but Russell Peters is... Not if you watch the specials. He's probably, if I'm not mistaken, he's probably the highest earning uh, stand-up comedian worldwide. Mm-hmm. Russell Peters yeah. is yeah. the highest earning. That's not Kevin Hart. That's not Dave Chappelle. Russell Peters, he's global with his yeah. comedy. Yeah. And he's Indian, and he's just he's just hilarious, nice. man. Yeah. Knocks people out. So, I think the the few people that that did make my list that people saw, I think Mike Epps was the only person somebody asked me about how come he wasn't on my top twenty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, I think I had one person asked me about Steve Harvey not being on my top twenty five. Cedric the Entertainer's on my top twenty five. Mm-hmm. Cedric, Cedric, every special me, he's done. Is Cedric's like, giving me a, a a good good amount of special. Well, I'm like, yo, Cedric's funny. Uh, I think and the only two females that made my list was Samora and Monique. Uh, but if I was to sneak in another one, it would definitely be Ali Wong. I think she's like just so okay. funny. She's another Netflix yeah. generated person. And I loved her first special. Not as much the second one. I liked her second one too. It's, it's cool. I mean, so, it's just a lot it, of stuff you can't relate to. You know what I think it was? I think it was because I was just uh, getting into fatherhood. Yeah, and you, she was just getting into parenthood. So it's like. It was, I sort of understood because I'd watched it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Go through the My girl would go through or something. Like I sort of understood it a little more. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't. I haven't gone through that whole process right. where she detailed in. <sighs> no, we don't. So, <laughs> it makes so you scared. Joe Coy is not on my top twenty-five. He's coming. But point. He, his wow. his first his his not this not this last special, but the special before that was really funny. Okay, I'll try. This one he took a step back, but it was still good. Mm-hmm. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah's hilarious. Is we watched is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, not sure, a Daily Show, and but yeah, he's, he's hilarious. I think he'll definitely be in my top fifty. Mm-hmm. Now, people, the funny thing is, I specifically asked five to ten people to give me their top, their favorite twenty-five, mm-hmm. and I wanted to see a couple of things. I wanted to see how the list varied, but I, I got the reaction that I sort of expected I would get, which is sort of like what Rail said. It was like. Top twenty-five. I can't name top. I can't name ten. And it's like it's a lot. Like comedy is so like laughter is so universal, but stand-up is is sort of like it's faceless outside of like the the lightning rods of like a like a Kevin Kevin Hart, Hart, Eddie Murphy. You know, it's like it's crazy, but it's like so much funny. But you can throw one on like Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. Oh my goodness! uh, Hilarious. Brad um Scrisher. Yes. I I don't know how to say it. Burt. Yeah. Bert Scratcher, hilarious special. When Obama came out with no shirt on. No shirt on. This fat white dude with, with a hairy fat white dude come with and stand up with no shirt yeah. on. I'm like, okay. His special. This, this is going to be a. His special is top fifteen. Like if you go, if you have Netflix, go watch that. Definitely. If you're going to, if you you're trying to find a stand up comedy show special, go watch that one. Um, shoot. Uh, but like I, I have Amazon, I'm a Prime member too, so I I, I watch um I got HBO, so I watch like Dwayne Perkins, like okay. it's it's like you can watch Why Snack, watch Snacks uh specials funny, um man uh, Alonzo Bodden has a few specials of this that are cool that they 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 they're okay. political, so it it may not hit for some people as much as other people, but uh and it's that's a lot of black white jokes too, so. So you said you said Bill you thought Bill Burr was high on this and that's understandable. Mm-hmm. I think you asked what's the I think maybe some people wouldn't agree with where they are on the list. I think the biggest surprise on my list I'll probably say is that I had uh, Joe Rogan on my list. No, oh, because oh, a lot of people. Right. Joe Rogan, most people know him from. Being the the uh, commentator on UFC or Fear mm-hmm. Factor or Fear Factor, so they don't know that like he got into stand up and this dude. I know him from news radio. He's so <laughs> I'm old, funny. <laughs> he's so funny. So like I just said, if you watch Dave Chappelle and you watch Sticks and Stones, it's the same thing. You watch Sticks and Stones mm-hmm. and you go and watch Bill Burr mm-hmm. and, and you die laughing through Bill Burr. Cause I tell you like this, people who are like on the fence, like I'll give him a try. He's going to say something in the ne- in the first five ten minutes of that special. Mm-hmm. It's going to make you dial in. Like ah, I think I can watch him. He said something. Now I want to see what he got. To talk. I'm I'm telling you, I I've watched it three times already. He mm-hmm. says something that's going to. It's like oh, I wonder how they're going to react to this. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Well, let me let's let me, so let's, let's. I then went and watched Joe Rogan's that, special last year. Last year, yeah. Right in. yeah. Oh, all three me, of those. Damn me, bro. Like I was like Joe Rogan. <clears throat> do do stand up? Yeah. Go watch. He has two or three network specials, um, Netflix specials. Then he has another one that's just on Netflix. Dude is is legit. Like Joe Rogan. I love is, his podcast too. Yeah, podcast mm-hmm. is cool. Um, I think uh, he has a blind spot for in in race politics, but we don't have to. Just, yeah, I, I, I'd have Joe Rogan on his podcast. I'm just talking about his podcast. Okay. Only, I think he's okay. He just uh, had uh, Cornell West on, which is a great get as far as black, uh, black uh, uh, guest. Okay, the only guest here that doesn't fight, like that's the only black guest that doesn't fight. Like you don't, you won't find another black guest that's either not a comedian 
rap like an entertainer. Okay. Even Cornell West is an entertainer. Let's just keep it one hundred percent. Okay. Um, but you won't find one of those. But he'll spew off his wild political views, which is fine. Okay. But his opinions aren't educated. So like it, it kind of like if you you're just bouncing all back back and forth with a guy that's in your echo chamber. Okay. But. You probably I mean, but that's should. your platform, though. Yeah, and that's fun. Like, so like I, I said, like I said, so I I, 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 and I like his podcast. Don't, you know, I listen to his podcast. I like his. I love his podcast. Let I me mean, just say that. Just everybody doesn't have the same. Like everybody's not well versed in everything. I'm not. I don't have the range for everything. You know what I mean? To right. speak about everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, like that's something. If you're gonna talk about some yes, things, yes, yes, you do. Okay. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna talk about some things, then you should probably have a bit more perspective. Why you're talking? So what I like mostly about Rogan's podcast, it's it's sort of like what what drew me to <clears throat> watching The Breakfast Club at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I you can watch anybody interview a new artist. What I like about Breakfast Club is they would reach back and they would bring people from your yes, you know I'm saying from yesterday mm-hmm. and interview those guys. And mm-hmm. I like that about The Breakfast Club. Yeah. I know this way does it as well. But Joe, that's what they built their audience with. So Joe does a similar thing when he bring he would bring people from yesterday, like the comedians of yesterday. He talks to them, mm-hmm. and I that's what drew me to his. Uh, like I haven't really logged in to see him do like controversial stuff. Mm-hmm. I logged in to see because you know, like for instance, like he had Ron White on his. Uh, oh, right. yeah. and Ron White is one of the uh, you, you know the trailer. Yeah, Park, like redneck type. The, the redneck comedy. Blue uh, yeah, I think they had blue collar. Blue collar the blue collar. Um, they were the blue collar kings. The, the yeah, version of the kings of yeah, comedy basically. when kings of comedy came out. Basically, whereas uh, I'm like, man, like I he like Ron. Yeah, I think he's, I th- he's he's my favorite one out of all of them. Like he got to talk to him. I thought he he was it was a really good tale. Like if you are like a, uh, an aspiring comedian, mm-hmm. like you already in it to hear Ron talk about it. It's like, man, you, I think you could, you'll. Re- It'd be surprised how much you have in common with somebody who's like legend status. You know what I'm saying, as far as doing comedy, uh, Ron White would talk about the struggles, talking about you know, being good, talking about the, the self, the doubt, and you know, I've always said like as a person who can sing, who can rap, who can play sports, <coughs> who can fight, who can do a lot of, who, I can do a lot of things. I can do a lot of things. Holy style. <laughs> The hardest thing I've ever done was going on stage and do stand up because it's it's a different monster. You know, I think if you have a good voice, mm-hmm. people, you know what I'm saying? People may not necessarily like the song you sing, Maybe like, but oh, they can appreciate the good voice. They can say, oh, good voice, but I didn't like the song. Right. Same thing with rap. If you can rap, you can rap. You know, if, if you can rhyme. Somebody like hey, I didn't like the beat, or I didn't like this or that. The right. hook was whack, right. but Cuz got flow. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, comedy. Like, there's nothing worse than telling a joke and, and seeing no reaction at all. <laughs> like, like I wouldn't want to know what that's like, man. Tell that story though. Tell the tell the story you got on stage because my man did get on stage. Oh, tell the story. Uh, so <laughs> this was probably like. Uh, what was it like five years ago? It was, wow, it was a while yeah, ago now. Yeah, uh, long overdue for another one, but that's another day. Um, I got a phone call from uh, my, my, my sister. She's like, hey, I know you've been talking about doing stand-up. Uh, I got three minutes for you uh, on Thursday if you want it, but you got to let me know now. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking three minutes, no problem. 
And I'm like, yo, Brian, I got three minutes. I'm at my RFB. <laughs> and I, I was like, I'm all right. I don't matter I'm like, what I'm doing. I'm there. RFB. I'm, I'm and he was the And he was the only person I told. <laughs> I told nobody else. Only Brian. I'm like, I'm like, yo, we, RFD. Because he'd been there before. He'd been there with me. Because they do uh, open mic for amateurs. So, mm-hmm. she was, I'm like, all right, cool. Rest in peace to RFD. So, uh, I'd never really... Like, I had, I have comedian friends, professional, amateur, you know what I'm saying, semi-pro, whatever you want to call them. I have a lot of those, but I never really had anybody tell me how to write a joke. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, trying to write jokes. I'm like, so I'm scribbling through a bunch of garbage. I mean, literally, <laughs> I really, I probably wrote like 10, I tried like 10 times to write a joke and I'm like, this is, this isn't working. I just didn't know how to do it. So I just. I was writing in my phone, like maybe like ten minutes before uh, we supposed to do it, and uh, my phone dies. <laughs> so everything that I even had in my phone was dead. Fat rewind back when we got there. I went to go put the uh, not let the uh, let the guys know that hey I'm here. They were like, "Who? You're not on. A, you're not on the list." So she had never Toya had never put me on the list. Mm. So I'm like. Like, that just threw me off completely because I'm thinking, okay, I'm already fragile <laughs> as I, you know, I'm fragile right now. I'm like, I'm, I'm like two minutes from saying, making an excuse and, and, and sneaking out and going home. And then, then, then lying and said, uh, I, I got sick or something. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm here. I'm here. Right. And he, when he said, uh, you're not on my list. And because I because I I've seen him so much and he's so comfortable on stage and this is his arena, I was so fucking intimidated when he was like, because he's like six like six two six yeah, three, six, three and he's like a heavy guy. He yeah. was he's not like really big, but he's he's just like leans back when he talks. So it's like, <laughs> right? He, so he's like, uh, I don't see you on the list. I'm like, I'm like, oh man, she screwed me. He was like, she who? I'm like, man, my fucking sister Toye. And when I said it, he was like Toye, I'm like, yeah. Uh, my man Damo's girlfriend. Oh, Toya and Dame? Yeah, you good. <laughs> and I'm like, it's funny because me and Toya never talk comedy, so to hear her name ring a bell in a fucking comedy room <laughs> was like fucking beyond me, right? So I'm like, uh, okay. Now, mind you, men, <laughs> me and Dame, this is, this is how she knew that I wanted to do comedy because me and Damo had been cool early since we met. Damo, you know what I'm saying, is, is a comedian. And he does, he does like prefer. He was, he's a paid comedian. It was, it was like I used to want to like go at him, not in a not in a beefing way, but just I want because so every time wait, I saw wait, Dame, wait, wait, wait. hold up, hold up. <laughs> every time I would see Dame, Brian was always with me, and I don't know what it was about Brian, but every time they saw each other, Dame would just be taking shots at Brian, <laughs> like taking. I mean, at first, at first it was slight, so I'm like, okay, maybe he took a shot at Brian. And I'm like, Brian's from like hood like. He's from hood like. I'm from the hood. So I'm like, I don't I, I don't I've never been to hood like to know how they get down when they crack their jokes. You know what I'm saying? It's like how how low are you willing to go as hood like? Mm-hmm. Hood hood, we gonna talk about any and everything. We're gonna lie. <laughs> we and, and when we when we find a weakness, we gonna exploit it. I don't know if Brian has that, but I don't know Damo that well. 
at the moment, at the point, but I saw his eyes that he's the type of person who's just going to keep digging. So I just wanted to be, I wanted to like write jokes for Brian and pass him under the table because Brian was like, you can see that he was getting under Brian's skin. You <laughs> could see it, but I didn't want to say anything because I'm like, you know what? Maybe he can handle himself. And and there was one time we ended up going to a birthday party and Brian had on, Brian was friggin', he had on, this is back when Ewan's first came back out, he had the blue suede joints on. Mm-hmm. Funky. Damo had his basic outfit on. It was basic. It wasn't bad. It wasn't. It was Nike boots and shit. Like he was looking at his shoes. He was just taking it. And they, and you know, motherfuckers was drinking. So, <laughs> so Brian decided that he started going back. Out and I was like, oh boy. <laughs> I'm like, oh boy. So I'm like, but you know, I thought I thought Brian really uh, did a good job. So he lost, but he didn't. It wasn't a knockout. I'm like, and that's, I think that says a lot. If you get the, you know what I'm saying, shoot the dozen with somebody <laughs> who does it for a living, yeah. you know, then... then and, some... every time, and, and the funny <laughs> we see him in the comedy show, in the RFD, he brings this, he brings that birthday party up. Because I, I didn't say I didn't like the nigga. It came up again because me, Toye, and... He, and he, thought, were, he thought that, right? Because I'm like, listen... We do this. Like, like we don't, we don't, we, 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 we get into this shit. And we crack jokes on each other. So I think, I think that Damo thought that Brown was like, like harboring bad feelings. No, I, we, we, we spoke at the Red Rock. I was like, Yo, I don't, I was like, Yo, what's, your, what's your man? Like, he just came out of me. He got me for no reason out this jump. Like, came back oh, man. And so it got back to homie, and he remembered it because that was months between yeah. the Red Robin, yeah, and that com the the, stand, the open mic. And I was like, like where is that coming from? Like, oh, Toye's the feds. Okay, yeah. no doubt. So, <laughs> so, so ever since Toye's party, he would call me civilian because, like, dog, you know, you need to be telling, you know, you need to be telling jokes. You're funny. You're funny. You're funny. You're funny. And it's like I don't like, I don't know how funny I really am. But I'm like, yeah, tell him. I, I'm saying it's like I don't know if I'm that funny. I don't know if he's just trying to encourage me. I don't know, cause I don't. I've never, you know, be honest with you, I've never had anybody tell me I'm funny the way he like. He made me believe that I was funny, right? Right. So I'm like, all right, boom, and I go, I forget my jokes, mm-hmm. and I don't have anything. So only thing I have now is, it's my nuts. <laughs> That's all I got. So I just grab my nuts. I walk on stage and I'm nervous hell and I stand it and and the thing about it is like I never I don't I've never like had a moment where I'm on a stage by myself like that. I've been on stage with other people before, mm-hmm. like when I'm in the choir or right. anything like that. But to have a bunch of people just staring at only you and I'm like and oh the kicker is she told me I was coming to do three minutes. When I get there, it's they five. said I got five minutes. Now. Three to five may not be that long. I mean, that's only a two minutes, but it's long as hell if you don't have nothing to say. Mm-hmm. So uh, I get up there and I and I and I I, I started off with uh, because the person before me was talking about her age and it was her first time. So I started off with how old she was, <laughs> and so I sort of you know what I'm saying got into my bed. And I think once I got that first laugh off, and it's mm-hmm. like okay, <clears throat> I got a chuckle or two. You know, and the good thing is I don't. Maybe it was a generous crowd, but they actually laughed at a couple of things I said. And, you know, uh, jokes that it's funny that I think that if I said that they everybody look at me like I was crazy because one of my jokes is about uh, dating younger girls. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, it's like even then I was like I was like twenty 
seven. That was like maybe thirty. I don't somewhere around there. No, but but when I said it, I said she had school in the morning, right? <laughs> was, so it's like I was the punchline, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like I was like, and I like young girls. I'm saying they're younger, they're tighter, they got school in the morning, <laughs> and the crowd went crazy and they were laughing. But it, and I look back on like, man. They could have misconstrued that thing up. They talking about like high school. I was talking about college, by the way. I was talking like college girls. You know what I'm saying? But it was, uh, yeah, it was hilarious. Not what I'll, I'll tell you. Um, shout out to Damon. Um, he we he got he got there. We sat down, watched a couple of comedians go on. Um, he was fairly early. Yeah. Um, maybe the third person or something like that. So it's, I might have been number four. Um, the, the yeah. woman before him was from Norway or something yeah. like blonde lady. Um, yeah. He got on. He 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 got to her table, and uh, he cracked the joke about me hating the, well, whatever. All right, bro. All right. <laughs> uh, and then and then you know he's hitting him with the civilians. Da, 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 da. This man got up on stage, and nobody else other than me and homeboy knew. It, anything about him and he got laughs off and it was the most one of the greatest things i ever seen in my life because mm. my homie is up up there he's doing his thing and like i knew he could do it and he was just getting people that we don't know we don't know them from paint white people like they, yeah. they know nothing. the crowd was yeah. and the, the, what the good thing is i didn't tell color jokes like i don't yeah, my yeah. jokes weren't like <laughs> my jokes weren't uh they were black guys jokes. yeah they were relatable across the spectrum so it was it was it was just cool a cool like experience to uh to have my man's up there and, and so the and only like the only point of advice that i i can't remember the goddamn comedian's name uh he used to work that he used to work that that uh that uh, RFDs mm. every Thursday when I would go out, I always saying he was taller, skinny, he used to have long curly, but the curly bush, like skin through. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one thing he said was, he was like, "You see what they doing? How they talking to the crowd?" He said, "Just go, just jump right into your first joke. Don't waste time doing all this bullshit. Just jump straight to, just jump at him immediately." And so I'm like, "That's the only thing when he when I walk up, that's the only thing I remember. <laughs> just open up with a joke." And I'm like. I should have done it because granted I, I won the crowd, but I, I, it took me like, I didn't have a chance to stretch it out, right. mm-hmm. you know, but if I'd have had, I mean, I think I had like, like one or two dry spots where it was like between, mm-hmm. between <clears throat> jokes. Uh, because it's like when we, when we shooting the shit, you know, mm-hmm. I could feed off with like yeah, bro, I, we could be talking about nothing, and you could just do something random, and mm-hmm. I could pick up on it. Right. Like the way you eating, or somebody eating with a fork, and I like I be watching people eat. I don't watch people eat, but you know, I'm saying you see somebody <laughs> do something random when they eat. Like you ever be watching somebody eat? And they normally eat. You ever see a motherfucker just pick the whole fork? Right. It's oh, bro, just, yes, it's, that sounds good. That's what I'm saying. That stuff like that, you'll catch up on. Like, yo, did you just you just back and forth a fork? You know, what I'm saying it's random stuff like that. So it's like. Uh, to have a dark crowd, mm-hmm. it wasn't really a lot. Like it's like I didn't have a lot to pull right, off of right. because it's not one of those crowds where you got a bunch of people just mm-hmm. waiting for you to fuck up and you know, saying ha ha, so mm-hmm. you can have somebody to go back and forth with. Right. Now you can pull from the crowd; and they'll be real. You know what I'm saying real participating uh, and, and talk back to you, or whatever. If you ask them questions, uh, but it was at one point uh, they were eating food, and I was th- I was talking about how I work in the restaurant. I was telling oh, them yeah. how. Uh, and I wasn't thinking, oh yeah, this is a restaurant too. I'm fucking the business. I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, what I was, I said that, um, 
And I'm like, yeah, how y'all enjoying your food? I said, yeah, they probably didn't, whoever cooked that shit probably didn't wash their hands. <laughs> <laughs> just an FYI. Like, so, y'all, so y'all never go to the bathroom and you see a bunch of pubic hairs <laughs> around the bowl? You never see that? You, so, you know what's crazy, though? Even though you only have five-minute slot. Like you talked about so much within that five minutes. That's, that's what crazy. I'm saying. That's I feel crazy. Like, I feel like, yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Caught at the end, it was like yeah, like a minute and a half or yeah, two minutes. So I feel like, like, like I talked about the dating the uh, younger girls, younger girl, the older. You talking about older women? I talked about. Uh, you talked about me. Hold on. Hold on. You talked about me. Like, well, I wasn't specific about you. Yeah. I, I, I didn't point you out at one point. You know what I'm But uh, I talked yeah. about the younger girls. I talked oh, about fucking around. Fucking with kids, uh, having sex with kids in the bed and shit. Oh yeah, man, we talked because we had talked about that. Okay, yeah, 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 that was the only joke that I halfway remember talking about was mm-hmm. like having sex with a chick with a kid in the bed. Mm-hmm. And I think the only thing that made that like funny was my timing was the only thing that really made it because uh, I like caught them off guard because right. they didn't expect like you have a date chick uh, chicks with kid uh, have them. You know what I'm saying dating, fucking on one of the kids yeah. in the bed. You know what I'm saying that was like the only thing that I had with him. But then I had the uh, the joke. I was talking about how I have a roommate. Yeah. I wasn't talking about him. <laughs> I was talking about Ty. <laughs> but I really wasn't even talking about Ty. I just I had to I had to pull something. And I was talking about how you have a, that one bedroom, that one bathroom, and they blow up the bathroom. It's like <laughs> you take a shit, you smell it outside the outside the fucking uh, building. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I was like, I gotta wrap it up here because I didn't want to do, I didn't want to do shit dick jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do shit dick jokes. So I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm telling the shit joke right now. I gotta get the fuck out of here. Hey, at least, at least you knew to cut the shit off though. You hey, know what I'm saying? At a certain I had, point. I had to, listen, I faked it because what happens is, you know, if you ever go to, uh, if you ever go to stand up, uh, there's a flashing light when mm-hmm. it was time for you to wrap your joke up. Mm-hmm. I didn't even wait. I, I just, I looked up like they flashed up, like, oh, oh. All right, guys, my time. I'm out of here. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, he, was, he ended it, even though you could, if I could tell that he was running out of material. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a crowd that didn't know what he was about to do or didn't know, you know what I mean, know he what he was going through beforehand mm-hmm. wouldn't have been able to tell. Right. And, you know what I mean, like, people were going up there and bombing five minutes. So it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's like, you got the laughs, and now it's, oh, okay, he, he, you, he's gone. You know what I mean? So, and then he sat back down, and uh, his, me, him, and uh, and the homie Damo was just, you mm-hmm. know, talking about, you know, how how to how to progress from there, and we missed see, missed meeting Tony Rock. Yeah, man. Which was the yeah. was the mal. <laughs> Only because my phone was dead. Yeah, man. yeah, we couldn't we couldn't my phone's always down. Couldn't get the navigation right. But anyway, yeah, man, good story about. And another adventure of just tea, really. <laughs> I was around. <laughs> it was. Crazy. It wasn't. It wasn't like. It wasn't like you were in heaven. Oh my god! Let's not do that. Let's flag that. <laughs> we're gonna edit that. Um. <laughs> so not today. Not, not today. Not today. Not today. <laughs> so oh my god. So. Hey, bro. Uh, <laughs> You change your beard. Oh, is it? Oh. Beer. It's the beard, man. It's the beer. So, uh, <laughs> so what I want to I want to do uh, in the future, I want to talk about like not stand up comedians, but 
comedic actors. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to do, okay. Let's do another top 25 comedic actors. Because Will Ferrell, then Will Ferrell was in there. Oh, my God. Then, sure, uh, God. Owen, Owen Wilson being Mines. Yeah. Uh, Vince Vaughn being Mines. Mike Epps being Mines. Yeah, yeah. We can do top 20, Mike 25. Epps. Yeah. Uh, Owen Wilson. <clears throat> uh, I think, uh, uh, clearly, I told y'all who number one for me. Luke. Eddie. Eddie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy's um, hilarious. Um, Mike Myers, I guess. Be there somewhere. Yeah. The first two awesome powers are classics. I like all three of them. I mean, I like all three of them, but the first two were classics. But. Adam Sandler's in my top. Oh, yeah. Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, he fell off. Adam Sandler. I don't know. Uh, hey, Crazy uh, Nice, bro. That's my, that's Adam my movie Sandler's right there. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Waterboy. Waterboy. <laughs> Waterboy uh, number one. Big Daddy. <laughs> Angel, anchor, man, excuse me, anchor Management. Mr. Deeds. Mr. Uh, Deeds is funny. Jesus. Uh, the Wedding Singer. Mm-hmm. No, 50 First Dates with a really first dates good movie. Yeah. But I like Adam Sandler, so I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't subscribe to that whole Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like his, his, the, uh, the overall movies have gotten a little hacky, mm-hmm. but, I thought I think he's still hilarious. Like, yeah. like no matter that Zohan was funny to me. I like gotcha. blended. I like just go with it. His last just movie go with it. His last movie with Jennifer Aniston, Murder Mystery, was a really good one. Where is that? Is that it's on Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, um, yeah we definitely need to get into that. What, what are we talking about? What are you talking about? Reboots before uh, oh, before man. the camera came on. Reboots. Reboots. So, remakes. What do you what do you think? Just in general about. Uh, it's weird because when I was younger, we, they would remake a movie. <clears throat> People before us were like, oh, man, they're going to mess with a classic. And as a person who's, you know, who's mid-30s is now, it's like, yo, don't mess with a classic, especially if you nailed it. You know, mm-hmm. like, let's see. Uh, to well, make Batman over and over and over again, it's like, I think that's one of the reasons why Ben Affleck was such a failure because <laughs> you just came off of Probably the best casting of Batman, yeah. and it was Christian movie. Bale, and, mm-hmm. and it wasn't necessarily with Christian Bale because Christopher Nolan mm-hmm. did a great job, mm-hmm. right? You know, so it's like uh, rebooting. Let's see. Yeah, uh, cool. Well, they're trying to they they talking about rebooting New Jack City. <laughs> like, uh, how I, do I, you, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't that. How do you? That's a you're gonna make it a period. Well, piece? I don't think they're gonna really do it though because they said <clears> they said the same thing about Juice. Mm-hmm. I, I heard about that happened. too. Yeah. But it's like, how can you, oh my God, it's like, how can you remake that though? Only like, thing, listen, actors if, in that movie. If you right. remake any of these movies of of black cinema, mm-hmm. if you can't, whether it's a reboot or a, 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 a sequel, prequel, anything connected to the movie, <clears throat> don't half-ass it. Right. right. And the reason I say this is because I kept saying that, you know, I have nothing uh, against uh, uh, Yachty, but I'm like, yo, don't, oh, how don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. I kept saying it, especially if you're not going to include Meth and Red. Right. And to watch. Like, I couldn't even make it through. Maybe oh, like, it came out? How High too? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, it didn't even make it to theaters. It was oh, tragic. I can't believe that dropped. It was tragic. Know. Okay. And I'm like, wow, like, granted, you're going to get a check, DC Young. Like, you're going to get a check, Yachty. So get your money. But. Mm-hmm. Like from a career path, it's not the right move. Like, right. 
Like they probably thought it was gonna be more than it like, was. They probably definitely they, they definitely should have put Netflix Red in it so it, they can get to a movie theater. Right. Put like this, you know how American Pie has three. They have three, four legit. They have four they, movies. Four right. movies. Yeah. Four, four, three theatricals, mm-hmm. right? And they have a couple of yeah, like the, a lamp, national lampoon type. Whereas extension. I still like those movies. I they definitely did a good job of not putting them in this. This was not that. Right. This was when you you know when you used to go to the uh, bootleg guy for a bootleg mm-hmm. and he got like a random movie with black people in it. Like mm-hmm. ah, I go buy this one <laughs> for five dollars. <laughs> it was that qual- it was just not a good movie at all. It was horrible. I, I think like you're saying like if you're gonna make uh, sequels, prequels, like uh, or reboots, like they put like Superfly. It's like I like made, that remake, though. and I, I like the movie. Working to it. I like the movie. I just don't know why you would call it Superfly. Like you didn't have to call it Superfly and try to attach it to black exploitation in the seventies. Right. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. Like it could it, it it was Superfly was about a pimp first and foremost. But anyway, I just don't understand. They could have called it. They, they could have called it anything. They could have. They could have done that movie <clears throat> without necessarily making it Superfly. Super what I think was that in that particular um, instance, the title anchored the movie. Like it weighed the movie down. Yeah. And yeah. people didn't really want to see it because, oh, Superfly, you know. I, I get that. And the band got this weird, you know, uh, flip, bird flip haircut or whatever. But I, asked, but I liked Superfly. I know, like I, and I, I liked the movie. I, we ended up watching it, but I, and I liked the movie, but I think that's the the threat that you have okay. ever if we're doing a remake. So, <clears throat> flip side, mm-hmm. Blade. Will be rebooted. Yeah, it's a reboot. And everybody's yeah. looking forward to that. That's true because of the because what? of the casting. Weston, uh, Sylvan. No, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I think I think, might, I think they I said think he might have uh, like a some small type of role to play, role in it, yeah. but he won't be Blade anymore. He, he it's, it's, you don't want him to be Blade anymore, though. Like, I, it's, you want Blade to stay. He's not young but, anymore. But it, but Maharshala is not a young guy either. But I mean, I mean, he's he still has hair on his head. So <laughs> that's true. But the, um. Yeah. I think they need to blade alone because the last movie they did was just trash. Well, well that's I, the thing, though. I think it's, I think it's MCU having, approved too, though. Yeah, so, so it's so having it's, a different studio do it. Okay. Um, it, it'll, it'll. I think I don't think the third one was trash though. Oh, uh, do I think the third? Like just hearing the stories about the third one and how it was. You know, it's on the third one. No, I watched. It. Okay, um, it's okay. Oh, you're talking about just Wade? Yeah, no, how like he wouldn't, he wouldn't shoot. He wouldn't shoot with Ryan Reynolds and call him cracker. <laughs> Yo, Wesley was wild. <laughs> Yo, Wesley was wilding on set. You know, like he was calling him cracker every time well, leaving. Yeah, see, I didn't calling out this. the director every every day. Like he wouldn't I come out. I didn't see the uh, TV show Blade. I say that much. No, oh yeah, no, I Sticky Fingers. Yeah, that was I never watched that. One. Thumbs down. Never watched it. Uh, reboot that I never watched. Belly Two. I didn't know. I no, never watched that. No, didn't catch uh, that one either. But they're redoing Adam's Family. And uh, no. That's a no for me. No? Yeah. I, I so think you, I'll watch Adam's Family. No. I always I always love Adam's Family, so I watched it when it was Nick black and, and white. Yeah, you, you got the Nick at Night and you got the movie. I watched the cartoon Adam's Family. Yeah, the cartoon. I watched the <clears throat> Christina Ritchie version of Adam's Family. Right. So I got to watch the Charlize Theron. How am I going to not watch Charlize Theron? Come I would watch it if you was to go. No, Bruce Boys thing, but I wouldn't do it. I'm going to watch. I'm good on it. So, not a reboot, but to have... Joker, 
come back come down next week. I look forward yes. to seeing that one. So it's not a, it's so, technically a reboot of a character, a casting. Well, it's not even a reboot. It's like an offshoot. It's like what they would call an Elseworlds type of deal. Okay. Like in the comic books, you have um, canon. And then you'd have like these stories based on the characters. Okay. And that's what this is in particular. And I'm I'm definitely gonna watch it. So um, is it not connected to the DCU? No, it's not. It's not connected to the DCU. No, it's, it's not. It's no. There's okay. no connection to anything. Like really? Birds of Prey comes out later this year. Yeah, Aquaman. It's nothing. <laughs> but it's not connected so, to that. So there'll be no world. Batman or anything in there. Um, there will probably be a Bruce Wayne of some sort in okay. there. Um, but it's just a story they want to tell based on the Joker. Gotcha. And, and and that's what a lot of comics, they, DC and Marvel have these type of deals. Mm, okay. But um, I am looking, f- I'm not saying I'm looking forward to it. I want to see it because I'm a, I'm a Joaquin Phoenix fan. Okay. And, I'm, you know, I just, the Joker is a cool character to, to, to see mm-hmm. how they approach it. But, but that doesn't, that doesn't uh, uh, coincide like, your previous opinion about Batman doing Batman over again because we've seen Joker three times now, I believe, and we've seen Joker in the anime series. We've, we've seen, seen Joker more than three times. Saw Joker we've in '89. We've seen him in the you gotta go Nolan's. take it back uh, in the '67, right? Yeah, yeah. and then the animated series Joker. Jack Nicholson, he's and, legend. <clears throat> right, mm-hmm. uh, Jared Leto. Right, and we, and see, then, we just saw him and mm-hmm. see, for five uh, seconds. Yeah, right, so that, that was a waste. So another reboot. Yes, it was. It was uh, another reboot. It just, we got two reboots from two of the the old the OGs of uh, action film. Which what are you talking about? Oh, Rambo. Rambo. So so Sly. He needs to stop. Rambo. We got Rambo. Oh, wait, that was wait, wait a minute. You got Rambo with the 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 last blood. Rambo comes out. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, I think come on tonight. Ah, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, come on tonight, and then then in a couple weeks, uh, you have Terminator. Oh okay, yeah, I'm, I'm that's, sorry about the Terminator, but, but that's because James Cameron's coming right. back. Okay, so, so the original. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. This is probably a better question for you than it is for you, mm-hmm. but you might be able to chime in on it. Okay. All time great. Who you taking? Who if you had to take one of the Schwarzenegger versus Stallone? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not a. The biggest Rambo fan. But it's um, more than it's more than Rambo. Right. It's, no, no, I was just saying. I'm not saying. So, I'm, just, I'm, you know I'm, I'm I, just taking that. I want to, since we, he probably doesn't have the same connection, so he can just, just don't have the same affinity for right. either one of them. Okay. Which one, which one would you say you, you, you choose? Sly or, or Arnold? Mm. Cause those were, it's... cause. In the in the, in, in in the, the 90s, 80s yeah, and yeah. 90s, especially the 80s and late right. the late 80s, early 90s, those were the two big fish. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they big. both had to have a movie coming out every year, and they were both competing with each other like left yeah. and right. They were the uh, Chris Pratt's, the you know well, I, Chris Evans of that day. It's it's, it's hard, bro. It, it so, really is. I, I'll probably have to go with Sylvester. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what movie will make you say that? Oh, of course, Rambo, bro. Rambo. I, right, you know, so, to be honest with you, I feel like the the, the idea of Rando, Rambo was cool, yeah. but I never really, I never really liked out of, out of all his movies. Rambo was probably my least favorite. I, only thing yeah. I liked about Rambo was that he used to have that big ass knife. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Sylvester Stone has out of the Arnold uh, uh, library and out of the you know Sylvester library, 
Sylvester has the big uh, best movie. Or my favorite movie is Tangled and Cash. Mm-hmm. Out of everything, right? Yeah, see, hold up. See, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. So for me, what I like about Arnold is the Conan series. Okay. Like Conan the Barbarian is like my guy. Okay. Conan is my man. Like mm-hmm. I like that was the shit. And it's another movie that got rebooted, by the way. Conan and Barbarian. Yeah, it was getting, actually good. It was yeah. a good. Uh, Reboot. I think they're going to try again, too. They should. I, and they don't need to re- recast it. I think Jason's a great casting job for it. They should probably. Uh, huh? They should probably keep with him because he's got some more visibility. But I will say, I will say, I give you that. But the only reason why I wouldn't count Tangle Cash is because. Because Kurt Russell. Because Kurt Russell is he made them, the, and he is made the them. person who, to me, he. I got those two guys are the big ones, but Kurt Russell is actually my favorite action star of that era. He was the one who I feel like he was the one who got moves that those guys didn't get. So and he killed it because he had big trouble in Little China. It's like uh, he to me that is like the cult yeah, classic he's, he's movie not, of all of, time. Out of that list, uh, he's probably got a bunch of my favorite movies. So uh, out of Kurt Russell, I, I don't want to add Kurt Russell. Okay, um, <laughs> I would pick Arnold because okay. then he because he has Eraser, he has T two, T one. Okay, he has uh, the Running Man. Yeah, it's the last action hero. But you know what? Arnold has last action hero, but Sty has Demolition Man. That's also... Oh, man, right? Wow. Okay, I missed that one. Yeah. Demolition Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Wesley? Yes. You know, and, and, uh, when I went, we went to the... Did I go to the theater to see that? No, I think I might have been I went to the theater to see that. I got, I, I got to go to the theater to see that. Yeah, I missed that one. But yeah, they had some... Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> it was a little extra it, clip. I'm pretty sure that you probably never seen Demolition Man. Mm-mm. And this is how I know he he he's never even seen Tango Cash before. Let me tell you how I know mm-hmm. because his yeah. DJ, who's what four years older than you, yeah, four. four years older, DJ hadn't seen it. I had to let DJ borrow my DVD. I had this DVD wow. had both of them on it. Mm-hmm. I had to let him borrow it. And yeah, he, like, that was the first time seeing a it. '90s action movie night or something. We like can that. we is, I'm with it. I'm with it. No, no, no with that. Moves, I'm with I'm that. I'm so because, I, 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 I still even with that because demolition he has two mods Jones because Damon Cash and Demolition I still would pick Arnold's uh, yeah, okay. movies over over yeah because I over I the think years, the specialist was good specialist uh I mean you can go either way like like uh, Lock Up was was oh I love Lock Up Lock Up was a really good one I'm not, I don't know about Lock Up. What, what Sylvester Stallone? yeah yeah we had that remember that arm wrestling. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone was crazy. Our wrestling Yeah, it was the worst. <laughs> it's it the worst movie. No, bro, don't, don't, don't movie. say, don't try to say that. No, it's the worst movie. He had uh, no. It was so one of the, a lot of good movies. It's the bottom ten movie of all time. I don't know about all that. It, it is the. One. It's not good. One. It has not. Heard it was. Of. It was more of a time. It fit the time frame. It came yeah, in, yeah it shouldn't. It shouldn't fit nothing. <laughs> but then, but uh, but that joke out the time. Sylvester Stallone <laughs> also has uh, Aunt that joke. What do you got? Stop on my mama's shoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Garden Cobb. Uh, I love people. Well, Arnold had Kindergarten. I love Kindergarten. Twin. But I was, I love twins too. Yep. That's so, what him and Danny DeVito. Yeah, I'm a big Danny DeVito fan. Yeah, yeah. Like imagine a movie with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, our biological twin brother. <laughs> like, imagine that's your starting point for writing a movie. You know, I want to put Arnold and Danny in a movie, and they got to be twins, <laughs> biologically twin brothers. It was a good movie. Find yeah, somebody did. to write that script for me. They, 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 they did a good job with that one. I, it's I, a good movie. It's hard. It was, a good, a, it was a good. It was a good. 
adventure movie, like where he's just running around trying to trying to solve it type of movie. That is a good place to go from Sylvester or Arnold, and we can go back to. Back. I mean, because Arnold, I mean, I mean, they both got good. But like Arnold, man, Arnold got Predator, bro. Predator. Yeah. Ooh, he got yeah. Predator, the, the original Predator. That, that, that holds up. Fifty million times. And don't and don't. It's got, they got they, oh, it's so a Danny Glover matches, but uh, that was horrible. <laughs> no, you what? Part two was horrible. Don't do that. Part two was still good. I hated part two. Oh my god! I just did like. Come on, you you can't go from almost like a bed in the jungle going to be. It's a different movie, but it's still good. But I'm saying oh. it was just like the contrast of it was like oh, that's what they had to. You though. can't compete with honestly. They're not gonna put Danny. Like, how are you going to do it too if it's not going to be too pleasing? I'm old for this shit. Uh, Daddy would have got body. Listen, by you somewhere? he killed Jesse Ventura and Carl Weathers <laughs> in the jungle. Danny Glover would have got smoked in the first five minutes. Yo, Danny Glover on smack shit. How you yo, yo, the <laughs> Bill Predator, Duke guy. The Predator had everybody. Oh, his hit list was crazy. Right, yeah, Bill Duke, Carl Weathers, <laughs> Jesse Ventura. That's the reboot that I'll never get uh, get old, bro. Alien Predators. Oh, pre- uh, Aliens, yes. Predators. Uh, no, nah, bro. Like, I, I, I don't like think they can do it. Aliens. No, I take it, I take it back because I feel like they 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 reopened what Predator what uh-huh. would be when they did Prometheus. Yeah. I think that was a really good movie. Ooh, I, I don't know. It was know. creepy as hell. There though. was one movie they can reboot too, Street Fighter, bro. Oh, they need to, actually. But that's different. That's different because it was such a bad It's one movie. thing if, if, like, if you do a bad job of making a movie, then it's yeah, but, you're actually helping the the, yeah, the brand when you yeah. make a better one. You're right. We're though. talking about we're talking about making movies that were already great. But again, but but I, yes, I feel I like with the technology that they they would make, be oh killing. You know what else? Bro. You know what else? Would, like if if they would do that movie, mm. the only way I would have a team sign to do that movie, mm. they have to do that movie, and they'd have to redo Double Dragon. I get that because I Double that. Dragon was horrible. <laughs> they made a movie out of that exactly. Damn, I missed that. They made a Street Fighter movie, bro. So they and yes, they made a Double Dragon movie. It was horrible. Super Mario Brothers. I love Super Mario Brothers. Oh my God, don't do that. I love Super Mario. Bro, Brothers, that is man. a terrible movie. That was, it was the worst. What did you? It was, bro. They made them dinosaurs, about. though, man. Huh? <laughs> Little di- like, come on, bro. Like the Goombas were dinosaurs. That Goombas not dinosaurs. They mushrooms, bro. Like, what are y'all doing? I loved it because it was King like, Goomba is the only dinosaur. Like, what are y'all doing? I bro? liked it because it was my man Dennis Hopper. Man, I loved Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Hopper. Dennis Hopper was. I loved Dennis Hopper. Yeah, Dennis Hopper. Yeah, but no, bro, that was they Super didn't need to do that. Was they didn't you know need what? to do that. I feel like you too cynical to be like the age we were when the movie came out. You too cynical. It was bad then, <laughs> bro. Right? I mean, it was like. Oh man, they made a Mario movie. Who? Yeah, and it was bad. <laughs> like I, it was bad. We, I went to street. I went to see Street Fighter. I didn't see that in Oh my god! I didn't see. We that left. Me and my bro, big bro, left, and I was like, bro, I didn't see that one. What did they do to my <laughs> one of my favorite games? But you know what? <laughs> they guess what they remaking? They making a new Mortal Kombat. I want to see that. So and Mortal Kombat was fire when that first one came out. It uh, was fire, bro. I don't remember. It doesn't hold up, but I don't remember how I felt about it at the time. At the time, I don't remember. Watching it now, it's like, yeah, they could have done a better job. Yeah, it didn't. It doesn't hold up, but I don't remember how I felt. felt But you know what it is, though. I love that movie growing up. Loved it. I think. (laughs) I think it was just a problem with the 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 makers of the game in its in itself, Mm -hmm. like the stories. They didn't do a good job of tying the stories in together. It was like, Mm -hmm. like. Real, you force certain these things, so it's like they have to remake that movie. And like somebody said, listen, don't change too much. Just 
as a kid. They want their act. They want their characters. Mm-hmm. So when we saw Scorpion right. say, "Come get Dude, over here, right, right. come down here," he's yeah, like, "Oh, that's, that's my man Scorpion." That's all you needed. I, that's I, I, my man Scorpion. All they had to do make sure Johnny, you know, saying do the split punch, right, right. Mm-hmm. just and the the you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Just, just hit their moves. moves. Like they do in the video game, right. and it'll be all right. Bicycle kick, man. <laughs> so, they, yeah, they Tough. remade. What What else have they? They need. You know what they they talking about remaking was Back to the Future. I don't nah, want that. I don't want nah. that. I even like the third. I, because the third listen, one. I, I, I love all three of them, but Michael J. is so beloved to me. So yeah, okay, he can't be a part of it. Right, right, right. But, but real quick, okay, I like to see that he was in. Uh, in that movie, the, the Netflix heard, flick about yeah, the uh, about the black girl mm-hmm. and her and her, little, and her friend, yeah. Michael J. Fox was the teacher, and we thought that was dope because yeah. they were going back back to the future. I would say if they were to make it back to which I don't really want to see, Tom Holland it would be a perfect setup. I like that uh, for uh, I like Tom Holland. Marty McFly. I like Tom as Marty McFly. That would be really good. So yeah, yeah I think that would be, that would be a perfect casting. I like that if they were to remake it. But I don't think they should. We, you know, what we were talking about <clears throat> casting jobs. We were talking. We had already talked about uh, the Punisher's casting job. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we didn't talk about the Kingpin's cast. I thought that was a really good casting job. Who they casted the Kingpin because he's he always plays psychological characters. So to see him play the Kingpin and they get a chance to be <laughs> you. Uh, a psychological version of King yeah, yeah, yeah. good drag, no. uh, uh, casting. Yeah, they did a good job with uh, but, the King. Uh, I wish they. Um, the I rumors are that Jonah back. Hill is supposed to be playing the penguin. The penguin. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> That's an interesting casting. Job. I like that too. Cause I, I mean, Jonah Hill, man, he's he's funny, he's funny. and the penguin but, and is a, good a funny dude. Now it'd be different, a lot different than the penguin on Gotham, mm-hmm. which is also great. I think uh, Lord is a great actor. He did a great, really good job of being a young penguin. Uh, I I didn't watch a lot of Gotham, but I liked what he was doing. He was the, the best. He was the best cast character in that first season. Like you, you sort of went with it. It's mm-hmm. Like okay, I like him. You know. Yeah, I didn't really. I passed the season one. I didn't really follow. Oh, man, it was but, a good. Yeah, I, I, I've it was heard a good, good things. Should, uh, it's a Netflix. I'll, I'll, I'll get back. I'll get back to it. Yeah. Watch it on Netflix. I'll get back to it on mm-hmm. on, a, on a rainy day. Uh, I, I just think what? so was DC starting to do like what Marvel's doing like taking um, different stories from different characters and doing like individual really I think WB and um, DC what they've done with their movies is they just have the property which is like Batman mm-hmm. they don't really tell a story com- from the comic books like right. Marvel yeah. will adapt yeah. they, they have to change a lot sometimes right. to get these story arc big story arcs from the comics to the screen, mm-hmm. but they'll take elements, right? Mm-hmm. DC, a lot of times, they uh, they just they just take the property and say, director, screenwriter, just read a couple yeah, books and right. and yeah, get the get right. the personality. You, you, and especially especially with WB, because if you watch, they really much uh, launched it off. Uh, I guess like seriously with Green Arrow, mm-hmm. with Arrow, mm-hmm. right. and. And when they started it, people got on board with it because it was like it was for hard. a TV show it was really gritty and it wasn't like uh, the the traditional, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Good guy story. He mm-hmm. was a piece of shit as a person. He mm-hmm. wasn't a good. He wasn't a good person. Yeah, it was. He wasn't a bad guy, but he was just like a rich, you know what I'm saying, entitled. Yeah. Don't pay attention and don't care about nobody type of guy. Mm-hmm. Like, man, he's like. Trying to make you know amends for that. Yeah, so it was it was, it was a cool they, twist. It it, it kind of melded on uh, it, 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 it combined 
Batman and Green Arrow mm-hmm. together as far as the TV show. And I liked it. And Flash is pretty genuinely Barry Allen Flash. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah it's it, DC doesn't really do this, like, the comic book arcs. They just do what they want. So how much of how much of the DC <clears throat> comics do you watch on WWE? Because I, I I, watch... I've only really been dedicated to uh, Arrow and Flash. I've, I, I do, every now and then, I'm saying, watch uh, League of Tomorrow only because they develop all those characters on either Arrow or Flash. Well, mm-hmm. So I was able to, you know what I'm saying, keep up with the characters. I'm Supergirl, I never really watched no. Supergirl. Though they did crossovers they with cross her over. a couple times. Yeah, they crossed over. Uh, and I, and I, I, think, I think for the most part, they've done a good job of just maintaining that universe without mm-hmm. the comic, without, like you said, like without having to pull from the and, comic pages. Well, the funny thing is, uh, contrary that the like the flash runs contrary to what i'm saying because the flash will bring in comic book arcs kind of sort of they're the most true to the to the character so like and i'm not a the biggest flash comic book reader but i know and i've seen that he has one of the bigger vogues galleries that's a great i think that's again like casting is everything yeah i think that barry allen is a great casting i would have liked to see them be able to use him in the movies, mm-hmm. I felt like he was more Barry Allen, and they could have. Don't get me wrong; they Barry Allen in the cast for the movies. I like, I like that. He's he's good too. I feel like they probably could have used him as somebody else though. They could have done a lot better, even if they didn't want to like build up to a Justice League. They could have done a lot better job. But anyway, um, I like to answer your question. I I started with Arrow, then I went to Flash, or and I watched them consecutively. But I kind of dropped off on both of them last couple seasons. Okay. But I want to pick up. Oh, this is Zero's last season, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, catch it and then um, get back into the Flash. But I love, I, I, like the first three seasons of both were like some of the best TV. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, really good. But especially comic book TV that you could find out there, and it's a it's a good time to be a comic book old school comic book fan and coming back into it. So, lastly, what I gotta talk about, and it's sort of, I mean, it's not really a reboot; it's just a part two. It's just extending the franchise. Mm-hmm. And it, it didn't feel like they were gonna make another one, and then we got the news earlier this year they was making a new movie. Like for me, for I, I'm surprised people love this movie <laughs> because nobody talked about it. It wasn't like a lot of people in the theaters when I went to go see it. So to find out that so many other people love Zombieland, oh bro, to find out they was making a part bro. two, you know, like Zombieland. Oh, what? this is what a lot of people. <laughs> Now, I, I, granted, I, I don't know a lot of people who don't Double like Zombieland, but yeah. I don't know a lot of people who know Zombieland. Because the zombie genre sometimes, at that time, wasn't really popular, I think. Uh, and it's fading, but I think um, Zombieland, it just does so, so much right? different, so much so different that it, it, it'll it bring people out. That, mm. So, uh, imagine... Having a movie like that where you didn't have to do anything to it, you could have left it be. Mm-hmm. And they say they have a good enough script. <laughs> Matter of fact, the person who writes the Daredevil movies mm-hmm. is okay, who great. wrote this one. So that's mm-hmm. how I know for a fact it's going to be good. It's going to be good. That's what's it's, up. It's going to be good. Good, 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 good. I'm, and, I'm... and I like, based on the trailer, I can sort of see what they're trying to do where it's like you have these four people mm-hmm. in the middle of a zombie apocalypse and like they're the only. Four people alive, not counting Bill Murray after they killed him. 
And then spoiler alert. Fat. If you haven't seen Zombie Land, twenty years. Oh my god! If you haven't seen Zombie Land, oh man, that was the best part of me. Sorry, I, I told, I told it. You missing out? You Bill Murray, that. Bill Murray dies <laughs> in hilarious fashion. So, based on double barrel. So based on what I see on the trailer, it seems like. They go from being these four people who are like the only people that in, in existence, and they end up running to another group of four people mm-hmm. who sort of like mirrors oh, them. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, so so they got like four other people. Who so, like, yeah, I've seen like the set shots and stuff yeah. like that, but I, I'm, of course I'm so, going to see it. But. So you got, you got, and it's funny because I feel like the best, the best dynamic of the movie is going to be that Woody Harrelson is like the macho one out of that group. <laughs> so it's like, Okay, you bought it, Woody Harrelson. Uh, he's macho, Woody Harrelson. Okay, yeah. so to have Luke Wilson be his doppelganger, oh it's like God. so you get to see Luke Wilson and, and Woody Harrelson go back both back be on. the macho alphas of their groups. Go back and forth. I think it's it's great casting. I can't remember the uh, off top of head who is the uh, the other other casting. Oh shoot. My bad. We just I'm talking about Zion. I, right. I don't I, I just I whatever they do, Woody Harrelson's goal, Jesse Eisberg's goal, Absolutely. Emma Stone's goal. Absolutely. Um I forget the young lady's name that was super a kid when now, but she's older. Abigail Breast. Mm-hmm. Also very good on screen. Yeah. So and then Luke Wilson, of course. I'm in. I already was in when he said Zombie Line too, I was already in. Because I wanted Double. the Zombie Line too. Double tap. When it came out. Absolutely. Exactly. So and hopefully he adds to the rules. <laughs> And get a zombie land kill of the day and all of that. They need to just, yeah, just up the ante a little bit, and I would have been in anyway. But yeah, Luke Wilson. All I want is a GD tweak. <laughs> we didn't talk about, let's, let's talk about another reboot remake that's from the 90s Jumanji. That's oh, getting, man. Against getting a scene. Yeah, so, uh, I think the way they went about rebooting it was was smart for the people who mm-hmm. sing the actual the original Jumanji. I think I can. I hope I, I, I'm correct when I say this. I was sort of looking at how it connected, right, and, they, right. mm-hmm. and they never did. You never really connected it to the first one. They kind of did. Like other than they, they had the little Easter egg for um, Robert Williams' character um, when they was in the hangout uh, drinking pina coladas. Yeah, that was supposed to be his his old like place of residence when he was okay. Uh, when he was stuck in the game at the, the whole time. Okay, so that was the connection. Yeah, that was. I mean, that I was, was just. The, I meant just as far as like being on that house with those right, right, kids, right. Okay, yeah, like yeah. the actual the characters. So that was. Yeah. yeah. No. The you only, know what? I, you know what I expected? What I thought was going to happen? Because you know what I'm saying Robert already. You know what I'm saying this passed. passed away. Recipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's in, he's in my top twenty five coming. Uh, he had already passed away. I thought that they would use David Allen Greer. That'd have been good. As, as the oh, that connecting that, tissue. Yeah, as a connecting tissue, like as far as actors. And they the probably movie. should. They should. Well, now so, they should have done that with the Danny Glover character, in my opinion. Right. Or just looking at the trailer, that, that would have been a good idea. So I think uh, this 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 next one's going to be even funnier than the first one. Yeah, I think I so. Think, Danny think, v- Danny DeVito and uh, Danny Glover. Yeah, I I, with Danny the Rock DeVito, and Kevin Hart. Danny DeVito is just my guy. He's still always that's that will always so, be my. He's just. One of the funniest people breathing air, man. He's just so smart, and he just always has his finger on the pulse of fun. I didn't know what to expect with the first one. I'm talking about the reboot uh-huh. or whatever, but it was very entertaining. It was funny. 
and you can, you, yeah, it, it just took you through the whole thing. It was very corny. It's corny, but in a good way. You know what I mean? Very video, old school video game mask, and and they they did a good job with the uh, with the premise, I think. So as we come to uh, the, the the countdown to the end of this uh, yeah, two hour special on, do the, on the ride up, uh, wanna. Bro, what you got for us, bro? Man, I'm just glad to be back on the, uh, on the ride up, man. It's always a blessing to be here, spend time with the Brooks boys, you know. You're part of the family. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. sir. Shoot, you need a, you gonna have to get a face on the, on the little thumbnail art soon. <laughs> <laughs> you got your own complimentary pass off this show. Yeah, we appreciate you coming out again. I'm always here, man. Always. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, I think we, we, we sort of stayed away from sports. This episode, but mm-hmm. I, I want to do two shout outs. I want to uh, show the, the Mystics our support, man. They they, they won game four mm-hmm. against the, the, the oh, yeah, Aces. Shout so out they're going to the finals, waiting for that to happen. Rooting them, rooting them girls on, man. They deserve Absolutely. it, man. They've been working hard. And, and they, they are the number one team in the exactly. WNBA. Right. I hope to see them pull it off and, and get it done. Monumental, so, did they got that right. They've, they've done since they've... Being a, a, in it's a lot existence. easier when you don't have those big contracts <laughs> to contend with. Yeah, they got, L- yeah, got they got they got Ella Land and her like how how the hell? Right. when I found out I'm like how the hell y'all land her but right. okay I'm glad you did right 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 man right. and then of course you got the Nets the Nets just, yeah. I mean the way you, listen man, as they were nineteen and thirty one to be able to and they look dead in the water to yeah. be able to dig Shut your up. way out. <laughs> Dig your way out, and to what better way to clinch your playoffs mm-hmm. on top than of to do head. it against the Phillies, Bryce Harper's new team, yes. and beat them in a doubleheader, and then just for it to giggles to beat them again the next night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm hoping they sweep them. I'm hoping. No, I thought they. I thought it was last night. Was uh, I thought that was the fourth game. It's a five oh, game series. Okay, so because they so had the makeup game. Yeah. Okay. It's, I mean, a, it's supposed to be a five game series. So they, hopefully they, they win all five. But you know, if they lose one, we've already, already, we've already clinched. No guys, uh, Hopefully they. Uh, we didn't spend three hundred million to sit at home. Right. In right. October. So pay my man Anthony Grandone, please. Come on. You like, know, I hear people trying to uh, mention his name with the Phillies too, right? No. Yeah, that's crazy. I hear people mentioning his name with the Phillies. Like, well, the learners doing? need to pay that man. Hey, maybe that's why they didn't pay Bryce. <laughs> he's the real MVP, and Bryce was like, you know, the show to to the light to his credit. Though he he was one of the best players on their oh, team at, yeah. in this series yeah. against us, though. Yeah, but they still lost, and they they've been eliminated. Hey, sorry to be Philly. Looking forward to it. All good. <laughs> so you know, okay. fantasy updates of Quan Don the Quan Barkley's down. Mm, that hurt so, me. That hurt me because I got him. Hurts everybody. Yeah. But uh, why you always want to talk fantasy football, man? Cause um, man, my guy. Okay, I got, my got guy the Freeman as a backup. So sounds like somebody who's not winning, right? Guy, guy went to my right. He's going three. Oh, three. Worst performing teams in the league. Sorry to hear. You know, you know, it sucks. <clears throat> this is why. I, this is this was my last year as the commissioner. Mm. So that means if somebody can't make a draft, <laughs> the commissioner will have to be the person that has to. Per- I had listen. Not only did I have to draft one person, yeah, I had to. I had to. Manage I had to two other live. people's picks. So I'm like, right. I can't focus on my draft, my roster. Because I'm worried about other people's drafts. I want to be able to just focus on just picking 
and then call it in the night. So mm-hmm. get your scrounge, scrape, do what you gotta do for that running back because they're going will, down. But mm-hmm. I will tell you this though. <laughs> I'm on three. This is my first time being on three. It's my first time being in the bottom of the league ever. Mm-hmm. And I already know that I got a lot of people's backups, a lot of people's like number twos. Mm-hmm. Midway through the season, people are going to start falling. Yeah. And then my guy will start shining. So I'm, I know that I'm, I just know I won't, I won't win the regular season, but I still think I can win the championship. I just need a running back to show up. It's only eight teams. That everybody's going to be in the playoffs. So no. It's, it's, no? No, that's not how it works. It's going to be four, man, four team bottom playoffs. Bottom two teams make the playoffs. Oh, bottom two. So yeah. it's in top six. Okay. I thought it's. I thought it's all. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'll be in the top, top Nothing six. Nothing for you. Um, our boy Rick is running away with the point lead, but other than that, you know, I'm still hanging in there, and and, and I'm I'm appreciative. Me and Brian going head to head this week though. Pause. Me and you. Yeah. Me and you going dick to dick. Pause. <laughs> so I'm 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 glad Melvin Gordon is reporting, but he's not going to be ready for this week. So you still got him on your bench? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I was patient, and I I picked up the backup for um the Giants. So yeah, according so, Rick, you picked up the wrong one. Huh? <laughs> I, from what the beat reporter I heard just now was saying that he's probably gonna get the ball with carries. So. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like I wouldn't have picked up either one of them because I don't, I don't see that running back getting a lot of a lot of uh, green playing against the Redskins this week, baby. The Redskins <laughs> gonna shut that right down. Yeah, okay. gonna make, they're gonna lay Daniel Jones like John Elway. <laughs> That's what. Yeah, that is one you can take to. Every bank you in America, you, you can take that. that to a bank Rizzi in Russia. Them Bamas is going to beat the Giants, bro. Them Bamas is going to make him look like John Elway, and it's going to be bad. It's not going to be bad. You're, 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 you're crazy. Josh Norman can't. They made Dak look like Roger Starbuck. Dak is not a bad quarterback. Just, no, and it's not bad, he, but he, I'm saying he, right he looks on, even bro. better when you got an offensive line yeah. that keeps you clean. My man peeking at the right time. Giants offensive line isn't that. Yeah, all right, all right, you can right. get to Daniel Jones. Okay, let's. We we talked about Redskins too much. Talked about did. the Giants too much. I did. I'm not bad. <laughs> so let's. It's another episode. It's episode four. Guest star rail. T B. We hit you all up for episode five sooner than rather than later because we made y'all wait two weeks. Gotcha. Peace. One time. <laughs>